Alright. Y'all know the drill, man. We over here. We love hip-hop. This is the place you need to come to get everything you need to know about what's happening right here in the city. I'm your dude, Ricochet, Flow 93.5, Made in Toronto Takeover. It's your boy, JC, and we live on We Love Hip Hop. Yeah, yeah, you already know it's Billy Burns from Certified. Done no big shout out to We Love Hip Hop. Comas in this bitch, are you dumb? Shout out We Love Hip Hop, huh? Yo, man, give me some of that old gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can just kick back, smoke a fat ass joint too. Put your hand over your heart and in a loud, clear voice, play along with us. Smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah. Let's get to Sab's friend, Dre Bars. Caucasian Coke. Let me tell you all these guys sound. Let me tell you all these guys sound. Another white boy paint a picture for you. Tell you this Every name called, you know that it listens for you. Hey, Charlie, you're inspiring. Like Bob Marley. And the same since like you that made me feel like being somebody. When I play your gully dam and it's pumping right through my lobby. You're the boss of this gangster shit. Like John Gotti. When it's straight bias, there's nobody that compares with the type of right pad as he catches by. Uh-huh. Like these little niggas drew a little hair on their chest and feel blessed. blessed. But this is the gospel when you rest. New no joke jigsaw. All oh, S's. I'm on that super slash shit. Get a pack and survive rapping. I can't see none of these haters through my Gucci glasses. When I die, bury me inside of the My waist it got double G. Oh, he want my blah blah how? If I walk it go to please don't give up if they fuck with me. It's jigsaw, ain't no puzzle piece. I was shot to the police, can't stop me with the double teams. Ooh, the next line there, the man says, Yo, how the man run my block if I walk it so effortlessly? Holy. Man brought it in a fucking week. Well, 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 nice. And uh, we are It's the world's most smoked up podcast. We love hip hop. I'm your host with the most toast, Friday Ricky Dread, aka Media Rick, aka Rick the Drip, aka. Ah, A.K.A. Clickbait. That's for you, Bishop. Shout out to Bishop. And to the left of me. It's me, PK Herc. You done know. Hey. Same every week. If it's not PK Herc, it's Smokey the Bear, hey. Paul Bunyan. Hey. So let's do this. Mm. And shout out the usual suspects Spoil Smokers Collective, Beast Mode, Six Socks, Free People Association, and Carpio Strength and Conditioning, where I get my gains. Mm. Speaking of PK, we're in PK. We're yes, we're, we're we're on the block on a on a on a on a, on a excursion. Scene. We're back over here. Yeah, yeah, we 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 blew our our field trip budget. We're going all out. <laughs> I know, right? We're on a. Where is he going to be? Where is he going to be? 
I know. We're, we're eating. We're, we're, uh, we Norian. <laughs> we okay, we today. doing our Nori. All right. <laughs> we're on the run eating. Where's my water? Here? Instead of that, we're Negroes on the run. <laughs> well, yeah, man. We're over here at the Sound Studios this week. You know, what I mean, big up to Jay over here at the Sound or um, Man Like Suspect Sound over here at the Sound Studios, Toronto. Um, yeah, man. We got the boom boxes in the back. No labels. And shout out Ghost Label. <laughs> and yeah, man, this is like a dope facility. It's got all types of fucking multimedia things going on here. Mans are taking photo shoots and video shoots and we just see um, look at the wall, fam. Yeah man. You only here you will you get these super classic fucking boom boxes up on the wall here, you know what I'm saying? And I seen a Chefy video up in here the other day. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, that creep track, you know what I'm saying? So big up the Chefy. Um, big up to the uh, and it's on the on the, on the list. Yeah, um, that's 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 made it onto our our list for the week. So big up to Sheffy. Um, big up to all the people who are at the cubicles, the office gang or the cubicle gang. You know what I mean? Uh, cubicle Charlie, uh, cubicle Charlie, Chelsea, Chelsea. Um, what was uh, it? Water, 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 uh, water, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> Water cooler, water cooler, cooler with her fast ass. Supervisor Sally, Supervisor Sally, manager Mark, and and gossiping Grace, gossiping Grace. All y'all doing your damn thing. You know what I mean? Shout, shout out, to, out, shout out to all the people who, who got their jackhammers out there. You know what I mean? Doing your damn thing. Yo, building man. up our city. You yo, know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, man, but like, yo. Every blood clot street in this city have construction <laughs> on it. Mm. Every blood clot street have construction on it. For the people in the back. You understand me? Overstand me? Holy. No, it's real Doesn't matter what street you turn on in this city, bro. There's jackhammers, construction, a lane is lock off. There's something going in. And then on top of it, cyclists. Mm. Are they bad? Disrespectful. You're gonna have to put a Herx road rage moment. Yeah. Or no, it's not a road rage moment. It's just. I think that's a. Tra- I think that's a traffic moment. Yo, they're you just know? disrespectful, bro. Like yo, no, <coughs> like you got Adelaide, Richmond. Why you gotta be on Queen? Mm. It's called privilege. That's what I'm trying to show you. They're trying to like flex their muscle. Um, lady, your privilege is showing. Like even worse. <laughs> get out the fucking lane. <laughs> no, no, even construction. You think the man on the bike will get off the bike and walk around the construction? No, the man want eggs up in between the lane that's shut with the construction, the barrier, mm. and your vehicle. The man want eggs up right in the middle and try and push Buddy, through. Buddy, ha- cyclists have the right of way. You haven't seen the ones that have the 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 the, the water the water noodle because they're supposed to be six meters is what the the the, the water noodle what the yeah fuck you know the little about? thing when you float in the water uh-huh. it's a noodle the colored like water you know, spaghetti the, like, the noodle it's a floating noodle? device for mm-hmm. kids or whatever it basically just looks like a long foam noodle I might Google that you're, you're old no, but anyways like in the pool you know when you go to the pool mm-hmm. and kids have those floating devices. You know that long. It's like a long piece of styrofoam. That's all it is. Okay. It floats. That it's called. Whatever they use that to measure the distance they're supposed to have. Some bikers I've seen had that Mm. put on the back of their bike, Mm -hmm. like to gauge how much space you're supposed to give them while they're riding. I eat that thing. Regin, if you want to see how much the thing is, look how I have my arm stretch out, right? Mm. The thing is longer than my arm, and they want to have. That's how much space you're supposed to. But the lanes are only so big. For a car. Okay. Let alone for me to give you six meters of space to ride your bike safely. You know what you call this? Traffic control. So, wait a minute. You're trying to say that this is in between 
the cars and the bicycle, and the bicycle, bicycle lane. So no, what lane? No oh. lane. The la- you're, sh- you're supposed to share the lane with so the bicycle. So you're supposed to be a noodle space in between? Yes. What a bum look like kind of idiot fucking like metrics is this, Bridget? <laughs> not, not Who decided this? Not no. this way, Friday. What white privilege meeting like, did they have to decide Friday. this? Listen not, to me. When you're, ride, you're driving east or west, mm-hmm. or north or south, whatever it is, the, the bike is usually riding the same way to you. So when it's going like this, this is the car, this is the guy on the bike. Yeah. You're saying the person from the car and you need six look. meters. Look. They need six meters in between, like this, from the bike they need space so they're can, they're safe, like a lane. Basically, you have to give them their own lane where there's Man. no lane to give them a lane. That's called OT. Try that. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, you know, you know what happens? They see it in Vancouver. Mm. In Vancouver, they're ruthless, eh? The cyclists take over a lane. Man. They take the... They'll, they'll be like 10, 20 deep rolling. You can't pass them. You understand? Because if you try to pass them, they're going to be, Hey, what are you trying to kill us? <gasps> Cyclists have to ride away, bud. Fuck out of here, bro. Oh, the other day, a lady tried to tell me, I said, yo, you know this is not a place to cross. You're jaywalking right now. The ladies looked at me and said, there's nowhere safe for me to cross. I said, lady, university is right there. There's a thing for you to cross. Right there at university. I'm a jaywalker, so I don't care No, I jaywalk myself. But don't stand up in the middle of the road and give me dirty looks because you're trying to jaywalk in rush hour with your bicycle. You understand okay. what I'm saying? And then you're telling me there's nowhere safe. She's not the same there's nowhere she's to not the right person. She's not, no. She okay, so let's let's get to some actual business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we can talk about this for hours. Like, we can have a podcast just on traffic. Oh, man. We got to start up a traffic podcast. You got to start up a traffic podcast. Just to yeah, I don't know. I might just do a, a traffic rant. You stay there. The traffic, traffic rant report. podcast. <laughs> the traffic report. Nah, I don't want a traffic report from me at 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? You start the show right at, like, 10 o'clock when you get back in the yard and you're nice and cheesed and you just fucking no, go you know what? do it on live. I'm cheesed. I'm cheesed on my way back after I can yo, do it right from the whip. I can't get I can see I have to withhold my I have to withhold my cheeseness because my my shorty Hold she's, the cheese, please. she's like why are you so stressed like why are you so cheesed like why are you like you know just relax gonna, you know? Give you I'm like yeah all right all right but then as soon as I drop her off. <laughs> fuck shit! Fuck! Fuck! Correct. <laughs> oh, man. My favorite word to cuss, depending, male or female. Female. I swear I throw that cunt word around so That's easy. So it's the Bajan in you. Huh? It's the Bajan in you. I'm not Bajan. Hey. I'm, no, I'm Nova Scotian and Jamaican. No hey. Bajan. Hey. Hey. Um, I'm sorry. I throw that around like left, right, and center. There's one thing also. And I call a man a cunt bag. You stay there. <laughs> There's one thing also. We had a, a pretty eventful week. We, we did. We went to the the, the KK experience um, a couple nights ago. It was, it was nice. Good. It was fun. But I have one complaint. What's that? No fucking KK. Yeah. No Khalifa Kush. But aren't they not That's on the side of the border? <laughs> <laughs> You can't be calling the thing the KK experience and there's no KK. I'm sorry. The event was lovely. All of it was beautiful. Like the catering, the drinks, the food, the atmosphere, the people, everything was nice. The fucking concert was dope. Big up to Wiz Khalifa. Big up to French Montana. French too, but French, I don't know why he started singing DMX, but whatever. 
Anyways, <laughs> um, Wiz Khalifa showed who the real top five is in the city. The man was shirt, <laughs> shirt off, off second song. <laughs> Bang! Shirt off in your city. The man showed off so, that Muay Thai workout. The man said, yo, <laughs> I'm top five in this city. The man oh, was out man. there shirt off, bro. You understand what I'm saying? But mm. yo, it was a good concert. And like I said, my only gripe was no KK. No Khalifa Kush. You're talking all this Khalifa KK. Man's got the KK hat, the KK shirt. Thank you for the hat and the shirt, I might add. I appreciate the swag. But like I said, my only complaint was there was no KK. I know Wiz Khalifa had his KK. I know that. He he, he probably had his bag of KK. So here's one but, thing I want to know. Do you think that Wiz Khalifa smokes anything else but KK? Because, okay, for example, they don't have the strain on this side of the border yet. They're still, apparently, they're working on getting all the things together and making sure that it's the right, right well, combination. Of, you didn't hear me say that Wiz Khalifa has his KK. You think he has his own he personal stash? He travels with that shit. He has, he has to deal. No, yeah, but yo. you're, you're crossing borders. You can't do that. He smokes other strains, so. You think, think he so? smokes other strains? Yeah, okay. Well, I believe... Yeah, but I know he doesn't like to smoke other people's weed. No, I know he likes to smoke his own weed. Yeah. He has to roll it, mm. whatever. And I respect that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but I'm. I'm okay. If you can't get the KK over here, then I'm sorry. But last summer or two summers ago, when was it? All Star. That was more than two summers ago. Three. 2016 was All Star in, in, in Toronto, or mm. 2018, whatever. Whatever the All Star was. Before that, they had the KK in the city. They had the KK cook. Was it the real KK? Well, that's the question. I I can't tell you. That's so, the thing. I'm assuming it was KK, but probably not the real KK. We're not know. talking about Kim Kardashian, all no, right, Kanye? Kanye? So calm down. Kanye's already been checked on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wizzy already put him in check. Wizzy said, yo, man, I ain't talking about your wife. I ain't talking about your bitch. But the man said, basically, yeah, so my that's my only gripe. No KK. Um... Yeah, but I also have a theory on that too. Mm. Me and my friend were discussing because I noticed it's called the KKE, and they're pushing the oil, right? Mm. So I think he might have made a deal that didn't include the KK. Mm. You understand? That's why they call not it, the strain itself. Not the strain. Like they have Wiz Khalifa, they have whatever, but they don't actually have the strain mm. because genetics are key. You have to guard your genetics. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't guard your genetics, someone will get them. Somebody will get and them they'll in your fucking shit. grow your shit better, and then you're gonna be mad. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And then you don't like, want those Canadians to get their hands on that shit. I know this is one guy. He's hated. His name is. I doubt he's watching, but whatever. The man's whole thing was to get your seeds, get your strain, find a better cut, and mm. then release it to the masses. Cheap. You understand? Uh, uh. So well, we might not want to ball him out. <laughs> fuck it, he got good weed. The man grows good trees. The man grows fire weed. Hey. I, I, I'm I'm loyal to the plant and the the, the process of what it takes. To loyal grow to it. the soil, like fucking E40 say. Loyal to the soil, baby. <laughs> you, know what you know what I'm saying? Respect the plant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But I I enjoyed myself. I had quite a good time. Who else performed like said, there? 88 did, Glam? Yeah. 88 Glam good. performed. They, they, they did the thing. That's I, right when we got there. Yeah. I didn't expect to see them. I was like, oh shit, Toronto men's. You know what I'm saying? So big up to 88 Glam. Big and up to French, French again. Yeah. Um, I lost a bet, but that's, a, that's another whole other topic. Oh, you lost. I, I don't know. I'm not even privy to what he's talking, so. Yeah. I, I, okay. Just quick, fast side note, no side note. Um, I made a bet and I said, 
French, his biggest song was Pop That. Right? <laughs> everybody's face. <laughs> so I'm like, that. once he does Pop That, to you, it's Good Night Toronto. I got five on that. So what happened? He did Pop That. And then another tune came in. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yo, I think the biggest track, I don't know, I, don't I may be wrong, but I think the pop that, that's not the, the bite down track. Is that the bite don't down? Don't stop. No, no, I think it's the bite down track. Bite, bite down, down was early, though. Yeah, but I, I think and that And he did the Sway Lee one early, too, so I was like, all and right. And he's doing, like, I would have I liked to heard some Coke Boys. He ran some Coke Boys. He had some little, that little low point where everybody was, like, kind of, like, not knowing what the fuck was going on. And he was like, yeah, I guess he was getting into some more Yo, of his mixtape bag. The man did DMX. What, the stop? Yo, he did, um... He did DMX. What, Stop Drop? The fucking Shut Rough album? I think so. I, I remember DMX. I, my boy's like, yo, why is he performing DMX? And he was just like, listen, I got 45 minutes. Bag. He's like, yo, let me just, whatever, <laughs> let me hype the crowd for Wiz. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me get him ready. But yo, French is, I like, yo. That nigga like took French. about 45 minutes to bust a sweat. I was just like, holy shit, this is the coolest motherfucker in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm French Montana's trying to get on his international pitbull level. Mm. Mr. International. You understand? Pitbull put on the suit and called himself Mr. International one time, and it's like it never it never stopped. The man's like, oh, I, I struck gold here. Now French can't let go of a swaddling cloth. You know what I'm saying? That nigga got, the one, got it around his head. No more bandana. He's got the, hey. the nice, the, the foreign cloths or whatever. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, hey, he's, he's foreign fabrics. Money, you know what I'm saying? He's getting those nicely cut fabrics. But yeah, man. Also, big up to Amy Anonymous for, for that hookup too. It was yes, a little shout out to Amy. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's get to our top six list though. You know what I'm saying? Ah, let's do this. Another, another, another productive week in Canadian music. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot, a lot of tracks dropped this week. Um, I think I changed the name too. I didn't call it a top ten list this week. Hey, where's my more fire? Extra sauce. Um, yeah, I called it the top Canadian tracks. I fucking forgot what the fuck I called the shit. Funny thing is, the man want to talk about him changing the name and not even remember the blood clot name. No, because my whole thing was the whole thing was the the industry tip. What was the industry tip this week? Uh, fucking branding your name. That's what I was more painting. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So all that other shit, what the title was called, it wasn't called top ten. See? That's my point. Branding. You know what I'm saying? Sing. But. Comment gang And At least have alone, yo. <laughs> she you don't got what, a mic this week, so. You see what you just did? Because <laughs> now they're going to come for it, but you just open your blood flap mouth. You're going to say nothing. And just. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And just. You know? <laughs> but, yo, I know. I know. You, see, you hear this little. <laughs> that's Friday's little wicked laugh, eh? <sighs> when he does something he knows. He wasn't supposed to do it and he did it anyways. Did That's the wicked laugh that comes up. Uh, if you wanna believe if you don't believe me, go back. back. You know go saying? back into episodes and just remember anytime he's about to throw Sav under the bus or after he's done it, <laughs> the laugh comes. <laughs> See he knows. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rich. Okay, let's anytime, get to this top six, I'm man. Telling you, man. I'm done with this cliff. Okay, I'm, I keep on trying to fucking pass, grab a splits around that are just not, not cut, making a cut. Because Torch. you just have to be easy with them, you know? You gotta take a you, you dry pass. Yeah, because Friday, things set. 
the grabber is supposed to be in in high ratio. The grabber grabbed my life. He's, he's doing less. He's doing less. Yeah, but guess why? Stop <laughs> sounds like she's losing her voice. Anyways, let's get to this top six. People are complaining. Um, you know what? Sorry, before you get in the list, you mm. know how hard he was past trying to pass spliffs yesterday. Is that grabber? Yeah, no, no, no. My lonely island spliffs, yo, holy. The man was there, and like, um, what, what, this grabber? No, no, no. Certain nah, people were I'll like, pass. okay, I'll take two, you know, but majority of people were like, no, 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 I'll, yeah, no, I'll, I'll pass. Uh, I'll pass. <laughs> Just <laughs> hugging the spliff by myself. I was like, yeah, I've been smoking the spliff for like an hour. Fuck. <laughs> I know, right? First world problems. I'm so mad. Okay, so, mad, guys, I'm so I'm so mad. Yo, don't be mad. I know, I understand. The hassle. I understand. I understand. It's okay. Yeah, like I said, it, oh, we're gonna talk about that too. Listen, oh, let's okay. get to our list. Go. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Get to the list. Get to the list. Get to the list. All right. So, like I said, compi- compiled of a bunch of tracks that dropped this week. I think about 15 tracks that dropped. But the comment gang came out strong this week. So yeah, we definitely have our six. Um, number six is based off the numbers and everything else. All common gang scrum. All right. So number six, Pressa featuring Russ and Taze, Vida Loca. Vida Loca. You know what I like about that track? It's not 16, 16, 16. Okay. Mans are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay. Is it Taze or Tease? Um, I think Taze. Taze. Okay. I, I, um, I would say Taze. Oh, I should just open it. All right. Um... So yeah, big up the Presta, big big fucking tune. I think he's in the UK for that one. You know what I'm saying? So the the, the UK mans are, are doing their thing. He's he's. He looks like he, the man loves in the UK, like <laughs> like young Presta. Like Canada don't have nothing for him again. Like <laughs> you know, like it's it's more like the man is coming to Canada on vacation mm. and going back home to the UK now it seems like found himself a nice little UK yeah, Bonnie the man probably found himself in the ends mm. in an estate you know found an estate the ends don't know which part of London him there but him there doing him thing yeah. and he's just probably loving the vibe like yo oh yes Friday what are you digging into yeah, like, no continue that? what you're saying uh, I was just, they caught my you eye <laughs> yeah <laughs> Continue what you're saying. Well, yeah, no, like I'm saying, the man probably like I don't I don't think he's coming back to Canada to live anytime soon. What do you say? He's got his fucking his UK visa. Uh, he's set got up. his work, his work <laughs> permit. He's got his work permit, and he's just working. He's a UK resident now. Not yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's trying to apply for status. Hey, big up to Young Press. Yo, I call him Young money. Press yo, now make too. Those, make, yo, make the pound, and you know that the sterling, the sterling. Mm. That's big and heavy. And the reason I call him Young Press is because now that he's cut his hair, he's like, man's shaved off maybe about six years off his life. <laughs> you you know, know what I'm and, and he's, Young Press. He's already like a young dude, right? Yeah. So with him getting the look, it makes him look even younger, like you said. He's yeah. Like six years off. I'm like, who's that young man? You know what I mean? But he's doing big things. That's good, man. Keep up the work, man. Work hard. Um, and like I said, with these next five people, that's all comment gang friendly right there. So big up the comment gang. Um, comment gang sprung. Number five, MTL. Flawless Gretzky. Worst behavior. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Let me show you why so much is on the worst behavior. If you're not 18 and over, 
you are not allowed to watch that video, boys and girls. Okay? Just be aware. Okay? <laughs> What's wrong, Sav? <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on, hold on. You can't play it now. <laughs> I just want to see. I never... I, I've been... This Understandable. Well, go on, Friday. Let's go on, Friday. Do your thing. Here, see the list here? Okay, so the thing is with that video, and, and I guess part of the reason that Herc wasn't able to see it earlier is because there's like a little restriction on it, you know what I mean? You got to get into your account because there's a block. When you get into the video, pasties right away. <laughs> and I'm saying pasties because the pasties are covering the titties like right oh, away. Oh, I know Friday probably watched that video five times. Nah, 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 nah. There's Pornhub. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go catch the real thing. <laughs> wow. you know don't forget, Ew. hey, don't wow. I don't need that. I don't need a nigga hey, in the middle of I my. Because like like, the Friday has dreams of being a porn star. Don't forget that. Hey. How do you know that we don't have the unreleased tapes? Hey. That's your business, nigga. All right, number four. <laughs> well, <Yeah. but laughs> big up to Flawless Gretzky. Yeah. Flawless Gretzky. Big, big up, up to Montreal, because that's a Montreal entry right there. You know what I'm saying? La, 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 la belle province. All I, all I know, boys. Hey. Tabernacle. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And big up to you, Marie-Geneviève Marie and... Uh, and uh, Jose oh, in the and, video. And, and, I'm just and, assuming that's y'all names. Okay, so number foul. Uh, uh, alumni. Roni, mood to kill. Oh, uh, that's in part deal too. Mm, is it? Yeah, I didn't even peep that. Some little spots. Mm. Yeah, so I'm in mood to kill. You know? Mm. A couple of cool one twos. So that must have been one he was down here. In the, who knows his, when? Uh, who knows yeah. when? It could have been yesterday or last week. Who knows? You know, like who knows when? Roni was in Whenever the zone. Whenever he decided to film it, it could have been like you said a year ago, six months ago. Could have been fucking a, a month ago. Who knows? You know what's crazy? Roni's album came out a while ago, and he's still dropping new tunes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's got a lot of the guys. Got he's, he's got a lot to get off his chest, right? He's got a lot. He's, you know, he's in the mood to kill. Yeah. Right? So. Big, big, big fucking tune. I'm in the mood to kill. Yeah, man. Roni, Roni is a one. Tracks fire. He's one of the most consistent rappers out there in the don't city. Don't get close. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, big up, don't get close. Big up, big up, big up, big up. Big, big tune. Big tune. T-shirts coming real soon. Why one? For the real thing? Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. Here. Get a bag or something. All right, so number two, also alumni. Oh, number three, buddy. You, you oh shit, I skipped the number. Count. Jeez. Shit. My dyslexia is kicking in. Well, either way, also alumni. Sorry. 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 Yeah, but the chair keeps going back. I know. Uh, I know. I know. I'm sorry, but it's, no, it's no. mindful. We 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 doing podcast. <laughs> All right, so number, number three, three, also alumni. Yes. Yes. The Discovery. Hey, Biz Loke, 40, first 48. Ergod's back. New video after me hitting a million with the Ergod. Yeah. And you know when I was telling Sap earlier, we were watching the video, and I was like, wait a minute, where the fuck's the hook? Does this man not have any videos that have a hook? Yo, listen to me. My favorite is over the triple X. Mm. Like after all the stuff he's done, still, my favorite is the very first. The look at me. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Everything else is this fire. Everything else is good. This grinder? No, no, um, filter. Oh, the first, the first forty-eight is fire too. Mm. They call me mash because I mash shit up. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just goes off. Yeah, it's bars. Video. He's got, he's got stuff to get off his chest. Titties. Remember, he just free off. up, right? Holy so man! People have been anticipating this. He listen. He knows how to fucking really make a thuggy grimy hip-hop video with all the fucking the, the trillings or whatever the, the, the trimmings trimmings and shit you know what i'm saying because i'm seeing maseratis and shit hey, ass man, is shaking the man knows what people like mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying don't forget before he did his bid he had the internet going crazy with On the business challenge yeah so don't be don't be surprised if it pops back up the biz Loke challenge hey. you know what i'm saying but yeah, big the big track, big tune, first forty eight. Fuck. He goes in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big up Bizloke. Big fucking tune right there. Comment gang had to come out for that one right there, cause right there. Well, welcome home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I think we already said that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, big up to Bizloke. You know what I'm saying? Interview coming real, real soon. Um, also, alumni number two. Billy Burns sacrifices. sacrifices. Sacrifices, yeah. Yeah, man. Billy Burns is in the hood in the fucking shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. In the farm? Yeah. Is he on a farm? No, in the farm. Chalk farm. Ah, uh, see? Don't kill me, Chalk Farm, chalk farm man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't. I'm not sure if they go, if it's still called farm. I don't you know. Like, I'm like, I'm think a it was old, on a farm. I'm an old old james street person you yeah know? i come from staff back you know back in the early early 90s and 80s so but yeah chalk farm that's always been chalk farm or farm mm. you know what i mean but yeah chalk farm and he's going in on the bars too yeah a lot and he's got a, lot lot of a show bars. coming up with dj envy again oh yeah free plug free plug yeah envy's coming back to the city eh the amount of times Envy be pulling up in the fucking city, he needs to pull up for a motherfucking interview. Yo, Envy sign is a real estate tip too. You want to learn some real estate tips. Yeah, I'll be watching them on the gram. Man. You know what I'm saying? They be buying houses and flipping houses. Yeah, man. Get on your fucking financial freedom shit. You know his shit is legit. It's working. When his student, one of his students went and bought a house from under him, he's like, ah, we lost this house to a guy that was in our seminar, but mm. I'm not mad. No, you he, know what I'm saying? That nigga is a fucking baller too. You no, but, but but if you're hearing what I'm saying though, mm. the man say, "Yo, we 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 lost this house to someone we taught basically how to flip houses and and get it." Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So like, I'm not mad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Basically, one of my students outshine the master. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing is with Envy, for the amount of money he makes from that shit right there, and not to get on the Envy sidetrack, but the amount of money he makes on that shit, that nigga is one of the most paid people that people don't even know dog. oh yeah he's, he's 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 nice he's comfortable yeah yeah like him he's djing is just extra money you he's know comfortable what I'm saying? his car me. collection if you he's comfortable mm-hmm. he's Nigga comfortable. got car shows on a regular but, i remember just quick quick one he's like he's like yo i've always wanted the 850 bmw back in you know the, the eight series bins like the old drug dealer 
his wife bought it for him for like a must been for a, a birthday present or an anniversary gift or shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. She's like, I always wanted this car. My wife's known I love this car since high school. And Ray Tay Tay, and she bought it for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout out MV. Rich nigga shit. And big up to Billy Burns. Mm-hmm. We love hip hop alumni. Big fucking Check team. Check out the interview. Yeah, that interview's on fire too. You know what I mean? Get the Certified. real team. You know what I'm saying? So, number one. Oh, this right one, one, and I'm not talking about Nelly. <laughs> Super delayed on my fucking sound effects today. Send the bag, drop press. Like we don't need to send the bag because you're already using the app. <laughs> Solo YS, pop out. Sick track. Yeah, man. Solo YS is doing his fucking thing. Sick track. That nigga's been... He's been number one before. I feel yeah, like... That track I seen, that was one of the other one is it's proper. He's going into that. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's definitely on a wave. He's definitely, definitely on a wave. Big up to Solo YS, you know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's, he's one of the, the more up-and-coming people in the city, you know what I'm saying? I feel like for the last two years that we've been doing this show, we've seen a lot of rappers come up. And we've seen rappers even fall off. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not fall off, but like they they slow down on the amount of momentum that they had. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the ones that over like mid 2018 to now, I've just been like regularly seeing this guy's name. And when he pops up in the list, Common Gang comes out stupid strong. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So big yeah, up the, the solo. The track's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 got we you're on the radar radar right there, fam. Um, quick couple, uh, couple of honorable mentions. Diano Scars. Alumni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big up to Live Gang. E. Carter, Beast Mode. Danielson. Oh, that track. Mm. That dude goes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire track. Danielson and Future Wave. Uh, wa- uh, Chicken and Waffles. I even have it written down here. Uh, no Joke Jigsaw, Triple S. That's what you heard in the beginning of the show. Uh, Castro Guapa. I don't know what the fuck this is, right? Is that what that is? Holy fuck. Okay, can we stop here for a quick second? Yeah, oh my god. I, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm so not it's spelled G33K3D. Yeah. I got it. As soon as I spelled it out phonetically, would. Duh. How is that fucking duh? Three? Yeah. E? Three? Okay, I get it now, guys. <laughs> Big up to you, um, Castro Guapa. Geeked, all right? <laughs> um, Grange Delgado, Blicky Cap, uh, Blicky Clap, sorry. Um, Another fire track. J Neat, 100 mil. Another fire track. Uh, Smiley, Stare. Another one. What the man say at the end of the I'm thing? I'm tired of these whores. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the DM and leave it on Stare. I'm tired of these whores. <laughs> No man, it's not seen. He left it on stare. (laughs) (laughs) He has his own feature on the Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Without the check. Without the check. I know, but whatever. Um, Sheffy creep. Alumni. KGJ and. J. Crayol, Stamina. Uh, Another fight. Yo, all fire this week. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 Top to bottom. And that guy, KGJ, he's out of Ottawa. Um, Twy, Voices. Yo, I'm sorry. Mm. 
also alumni, Live Gang, mm. Shark Gang. Hey. This the local Scotian gang. Hey. Whatever. <laughs> but that fucking track right there is a certified banger. I don't care what anybody says. The man struck gold with that track right hey. there. I admit that might have not made the list this week, but take in that track, please. Mm. That got yo. And voices not to pick yo, listen to us to go with the flow not into yo. Take in the track, yo. The man is on yo, I don't know how he feel yo. The track is fire. Big up yourself twice. Hey. The track is fire. Life gang. Um yeah, big up to you twice. Big big tune. Like every other track on the list was fire also, and I'm not trying to big this up any more than anything else. Mm. But this like that pimp music, what he's doing. Keeping your bag twice. Mm. Stay to your lane. I'm telling you, that track is a certified hit. Banger. Like, yo, it's a hit. Please believe me, it's a hit. Banger. Um, big up to you, Twy. Um, guts. Um, no Z's. Oh, fuck. Like I said, this list is nuts, bro. <laughs> no Z's, fire track. Mm. Fire track. Video's crazy, too. Sorry, Friday. The Crook and D-Boy Bennett trapping for real. And it's last fire. but not least, it's fire. It's fire. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I'm signed to the ziplock. Yo, listen to me. It's fire. Pass me the rock. I ball for real. It's fire. Next. Last but not least, Minty Burns, Running Man. Yeah, that's my gym mate. We train together three times a week, Minty. We got something in the cut. Minty's coming. Just remember what I'm saying. Minty's hey. coming. Just remember. Hey. So, um,. There's, there's a reason now that we got this bag here in the back. I'm not going to get too deep into to, to but this, it's, you know, we got a bag sitting here. You know what I'm saying? We're smoking on it right now. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Some of that pink. It tastes, it tastes nice. Some some pink indica courtesy of uh, Nuketown, uh, Nuketown uh, cannabis. Super quad cannabis. S some su it's so Nuketown. Super quad. Yeah. So super quad, as I'm assuming, is what they would say is five A's. Yes. Five A's? Yes. Yeah. Oh, a super quad, right? Quad is four. So a super quad, I'm going to assume it would be five. Mm. A quin. <laughs> I'm looking at the ingredients here on the back. Uh, nutritional facts, right? 100% um, happy. 97% relaxed. 70% sleepy. 66% euphoric. 50% uplifted. 100% stress. Yeah, okay. Uh, 95% pain, 75% uh, insomnia, 70% depression, 55% uh, lack of appetite, 100% dry mouth. So all this stuff that I named is all in green. So how? Well, I'll go on there, you're well, it's not ingredients. You're weed. saying what's you're gonna? These are the effects you're gonna feel. And then they're gonna say 100% dry mouth, 66% mm -hmm. dry eyes, 50% anxiety. 20% paranoia and 50% drowsy. Craft grown, hand picked, properly flushed, perfect cure. Hey. Right? So the packaging A1. is, I would say, out of 10, would be a 7. Right? Maybe an 8. I like the fact that it's double bagged. Mm. Right? And also, it had it, but I felt Friday like dropped it. Oh, watch out before you step on it. 
Bovidal fresh pack to keep the blood nice and mm. fresh. This right here is a clutch. If you store weed, I know they're not giving me a bag, but this is a good product. Keeps yeah. your weed fresh, keeps it right to where you want it. And yeah. if you have a C-Vault, you already know about that. C-Vault <coughs> life. But big up to Luke Tom Pig for yes. that right there. Yo, roll up one of those, man. Uh, roll up one of those. Um, you want me to build it up? Build up, build up a thing still. All right, well, I will uh, oblige. There's a couple other things I wanted to talk about before we get to our interview of the evening. And um, speaking of like weed, because since we're smoking some, some, always smoking good weed, Abby Roach, you know what I'm saying? The Abby Roach interview dropping, you know what I'm saying? Big yeah. up to Abby, big up to the Hotbox Cafe or Hotbox Holdings and Lounge. Yeah, man. Drama. The lounge. There's a lot of history right there with that woman right there. She's hot she's been around the game. Me. Yeah, the, even the different ways that the hot box has changed over the years. It's, just, it's it's a crazy story. So look out for that interview. But the thing I did want to get to is um, Future's bodyguard getting knocked out. Um, did you see that? I did not. This is on first hearing about it right now. Ooh, you missed that shit. Bro, the last couple of days were hectic, man. So, now, okay. Future is in, he was in Spain, okay? At first it was reported as the UK, but they found out later it's in Spain. They're coming out the airport. Apparently, he was asked to take a picture and he declined by some, some dudes, right? They don't show all this in the video. Of course not. In the video that went viral, they just showed a bodyguard with his back turned and some big white you just runs sucker up behind him and him. sucker punches him like, well, like yeah. he hit the sweet spot and man went down he That's, was asleep it's a sucker punch right and then the man's jumping around ah, and then it cuts to a, a shot of future walking away and then everybody was like yo why didn't future joe do anything yo and there's stu other stupid people like yo what happened to the sticks and all kind of idiot thing right well what do you think about that do you think he should have jumped in that's his bodyguard. The man's being paid to protect Future. He got sucker punched. Why is Future jumping in? Future's paying you to protect me. You obviously can't protect me, so I'm walking away from this situation. Yeah, and that, I'm walking away from that situation. Future shouldn't jump in. Future's got more to risk than all of those guys. Why is he jumping in? Because as soon as Future jumps in, guess what? Lawsuit. Facto. Right? Money's coming for, they're coming for Future's head top. They're coming for his bankroll, mm -hmm. right? Now, it's the other way around. Future's bodyguard has a claim mm -hmm. against those people. On if camera. He, if he chooses to pursue that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's up to him. But for Future to jump in, that's too much for him to risk. That's millions of dollars down the drain. And that's not necessarily in payout. That's in legal fees. Mm -hmm. Lost endorsing, all types of stuff. So, Future made the best decision. Especially with ASAP Rocky. Away. Exactly. Going through what exactly. he's going through. And he's in Europe. Come on, man. He's in Europe. All they need is another black man locked up who's an entertainment entertainer, excuse me, for assault or something else. Mm. Where now they can possibly talk about, oh, we're going to lock him up and throw away the key. Like, look at ASAP Rocky. Yeah. They dropped the charge. They're not investigating the guy who attacked ASAP Rocky. Yeah. So then why is ASAP Rocky still in jail? Well, okay. Now to stay on future for a second. Here's the plot twist. He wasn't there when the man got knocked out. They, they, they 
doctored the fucking video. Future the, made the right decision right? as far as I'm concerned. So they doctored the video. Basically, they're saying man was already off the scene. They're showing a video of Future walking away from whatever, from the mandem, from them like, get away from me, right? Yeah, because Future And then they, knows. they cut to another clip of them knocking out dude. And then they put that in the order where Hey, we're knocking out dude, and then clip to future walking of course, away. Because yo, like I said, future made the right decision. Right? Future has more to lose than all of those guys. Man said like, yo, I wasn't even fucking there. Like, I wasn't even there when man fucking got snuffed. Like, what are you guys talking about? You know what I mean? Because he, he came out later. Worse. He That's came out later with a worse. fucking statement saying like, fam, like man asked us for a picture. They were being super rude. They were they did some they did they. They already did something to the bouncer already ahead of time. I forgot exactly what it was. You know what I'm saying? And then, boom. Ah, the simple fact that the man had to... You know what I'm saying? And then they, 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 they snuffed the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nah, fuck that. That ain't cool. So it's like... he At that point, he was already well away from his entourage. or You know, him and the entourage is already there. And this man, one man, one of his bodyguards are still back there arguing with them guys. You know what I'm saying? No, at the end of the day, like I said, I think Future made the right decision. He has more to lose than anybody. Even if he wasn't there, even better. They want a doctor. That's the media. Mm-hmm. That's what people that are paid to do. They're paid to make stories. And guess what? People are too damn gullible. Yeah. Right. And you know, it wasn't even the media. It was those boys, those guys, the, the, oh, the guys who said that was, out. But that's the thing. People are too damn gullible mm-hmm. nowadays. Like, yo, not fact-checking. Yeah. Being in a rush to be first. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Not fact-checking, just whatever, to the point where, yeah, future is man, and he was he walked away the, to the point where the man said, I wasn't even there. So, how, you know, like, so... Whatever, yeah, man. yeah. The one thing I said, I even let, put in a tweet. I was like, "Listen, why would Future be jumping in to help his bodyguard who got snuffed when the bodyguard's being paid to pick to fucking guard his body?" That that that's exactly what it. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Like it, it made no fucking sense. So big up to you, Future. Keep it moving. Get your fucking bag, and 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 stay the fuck out of trouble. And as far as with ASAP. He's still his his thing. Or yeah, Thursday morning, Donald Trump mm-hmm. in, intervened on his behalf. He made it worse. Yeah, most I feel likely. he made it worse. Most you know what I'm likely. saying? Because the, the Swedish government responded back. They're like, "Nah, we ain't trying to hear that shit." Nigga. Oh man, look at this super vein. I'm bringing that home. I'm sorry, that super vein is not getting worked on right now. But yeah, man, ASAP Rocky, he has to go through a hearing um, this yeah, Friday. Yeah, the man's head top, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it doesn't make no sense because they, um, they're not investigating the guy who attacked him anymore. Those guys got put off their charges. They're, they're done. So then why is he being charged? The bodyguard who was in the altercation with ASAP Rocky, he done. So is this a racist thing? Though? It's just ASAP. The other, the bodyguard was black too. So then they just got he, ASAP. He's famous. He's the only one left. <laughs> that's yo, the craziest part. Last man standing. Yeah. Man. Like yo, that's crazy. They're like y'all cool, y'all cool. But you got, you got, you got to stay. Yeah. At the same time, not to play devil's advocate, he's the one that they caught on camera fucking flinging the dude, right? Even though they're not fucking taking into account any of the shit the dude did, because apparently he was running around grabbing girls' 
asses and doing all kind of crazy shit at the same wow. time. Like, hey, privilege. I know this one's got a whole. Hey, they're the walling. Um, I gotta, I gotta work with it. I gotta do what I gotta do. So let's cut to our break. Um, uh, I got a track here by. Oh, quick announcement also before the break. We got the parties coming up, or the um, the parties postponed. That was supposed to be this Friday. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So for all the people um, who was looking to get tickets last minute and all that, don't worry about it. I'll holler at you. Let y'all know when there's a new date. Okay? Party's postponed. Also, um, there's a couple of um, things that are going to be coming up in September. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, we got Dizzy Wright and Mad Child that are going to be performing two nights. All right, so they're going to be one night over in, in Pickering and then one night in Toronto. So first night over at District Lounge, that's 1211 Kingston Road in Pickering. All right, that's Wednesday, September 18th. All right, looking for opening acts right now. Hit us up uh, via DM. Ticket sales on now. Hit up eventbrite.ca if you want to get your tickets right right now. Um, for ticket info, also hit up Royal Promo. Phone number right here, I'll give you all right now for opening acts and for people who are looking for their tickets. 289-314-7435. Again, that's 289-314-7435. All right. Um, so that's District Lounge, and then there's going to be over September 19th, Thursday, September 19th, over at Adelaide Hall. The same show, Mad Child and Dizzy Wright. And same ticket things DJ Tycho on the wheels of steel alright so make sure to be there it's gonna be a crazy crazy fucking show scene okay. um, I'm gonna take us out with a track by a gentleman here named Yes Way the track is called NLOC let me put in the headphones here you so fly you fell and I've been the one to say as well as to call the fly solo Having conversations with interesting people, mm -hmm. and 
I get more excited when we do an interview with somebody who's a non-rapper. Unless you're a rapper, we don't know about it. No, you don't want to hear me rap. Yeah. No, you don't got uh, 16 bars. Yeah, hundred percent. You want to hear me sing? <laughs> sing you don't want to hear me rap. Yeah, that's like char- <laughs> That's like car ride business. Yeah, and only disco. Yeah. So Abby Roach mixtape coming real soon. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yogi, yogi, all night. Yeah. But it's like it's, it's exciting because we speak to so much different artists, like mm-hmm. of the rapping type. But it's good to talk to business owners and, and, and people who, well, you know, what I like to call movers and shakers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for the listening audience and for the people on YouTube, with no further ado, we have Abby Roach in the building. Hi. You know what I'm yes. And, and she's the owner of the Hotbox Holdings. Mm, yeah. That's what it's called now, right? Hotbox Holdings? Well, we had to like I've done so much crazy hotbox shit mm-hmm. that I just had to kind of like glue it together under one company so now it's just like hotbox that owns all these different weird hotbox things that I do some yeah. of them work some of them don't but it, yeah. it owns like all our trademarks and all, all that fun hotbox stuff 20 years worth of uh my madness come to life yeah mm-hmm. 20 years the, the, 19 the, actually in in four days yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. and oh, wow yeah there's like two spots now right is there always been two spots yeah yeah clap for that yeah. yeah. yes, dating myself yay but uh no we well i've always had like different things that I've played with, right? Like, we can never sell weed. We still can't sell weed, which right. is, like, the stupidest thing. But we'll get into that later. But uh, I've always had, like, different concepts that I've played around with of, like, mm-hmm. how can I how, how can I create unique environments and experiences for, for potheads that I, I can't sell them any weed? Right. So the, the first thing that we did was we had the, the head shop, which was called Rotorama. Then we added the hot box, which mm-hmm. was the lounge. Then in 2006, well, I added um, the magazine. It was called Spliff Magazine. Now it's just called Hotbox. That's y'all. Yeah, Spliff yeah, yeah. Spliff okay. Magazine was me, but we changed it to Hotbox now. Nice. Okay. And um, then we did Hotbox After Dark in like 2006 or something. And that was like, it was like a nightclub for like stoners mm-hmm. so i like took my old raving days in the 90s and i took like the smart drinks that we used to drink at raves i don't know if you guys used to remember those like all the crazy like non-alcoholic drinks mm-hmm. so we had like a liquid like blue drinks and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah 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 so i had someone make me like a, a bar so we had like liquid cocaine liquid ecstasy and liquid can't like cannabis all made with like herbs so they were all legal mm. and then you could smoke weed in there it was the craziest little place and we had like house music parties and like cd releases oh, nice. it was fucking great yeah. it was like a little nightclub but no alcohol it was great so we did that then i had like this antique shop then i did hotbox jamaica which we still have which mm-hmm. is like a bed and breakfast and tour company mm-hmm. that revolves all around like weed okay. and that's in runaway bay it started out in a grill then i moved to Rios and I was like, I'm around the North Coast. I move around, uh-huh. anyways. Runaway yeah, is beautiful. Yeah, I love that. I love my house. Whoa. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Runaway we're there now, but we mostly do tours. Mm. And then we opened a couple of other shops because we were hoping to get licensing, and now there's no licensing. Anyways, yeah. it's a mess, but it's like it's but my mess. Speaking on the licensing, so now with yeah. this new second round of this lottery, yeah, the lottery. They're saying, oh. You know, now we're going to do 50 more stores mm. in the GTA, 12 in Toronto. 13 in or, Toronto. Okay. And it's 42 stores, eight, 50, but eight of them yeah, are on, on the... But we're not going to get into that. But I think that the reserves should walk away from it. Because mm. the minute that they give authority, 
to the government to, to have control over it, yeah. then they lose control. So oh, I think sure. I think no reds should take those eight. I think they should just opt out. Do their yeah. own thing. Do their own thing. Yeah, yeah. under their own authority. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel I like the minute that. They, that, yeah. that they fall for that trap, you know what I That's mean? That's exactly. Yeah. It's the okie doke. Yeah. It's the blankets yeah. all totally. over again. Yeah, yeah. It's, totally, yeah. it's the chicken pox blankets all over again. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just my opinion. They right. should just opt out. It's yeah. the okie doke. Mm. But yeah, so they're saying you have to have locations. So you're already ahead of the game because you I'm have... I'm kind of ahead of the game. Right? So we have locations. I do have partners who are capable of getting this $250,000 thing. Mm -hmm. Whether they'll help me out or not, who knows? They're pretty sharky people. Hopefully they're not watching. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not watching, they have somebody watching. Someone's yeah, yeah, yeah. Their water I, right it now. would be a smart play for no, them no, to, no, no. to support. Only one, two you people know? watch our show. I think, but I'll find, there's lots of people interested in working with us. So I no. think I'll be able to pull it together in the next week or so just find somebody that's like i'll do it you know yeah. and, and back you up right it's like people imagine that like i'm some crazy millionaire but like nah mm. not really <laughs> not at all yeah so yeah, yeah. you know it's hard to be a, a, a single woman who like runs her own thing and doesn't own a house and just is like you know We've built this thing one mm -hmm. bong at a time, mm -hmm. essentially. So it's like yeah. <laughs> the millions like from analogy. selling bongs are not uh, are not a thing. Yeah. One question. Not anymore, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not anymore. Yeah. One question also um, with like the whole legalization and everything mm -hmm. that's happened. What's one of the biggest changes that's happened since legalization oh, for, for for you and as a business owner? One. Um, well. The biggest thing is like, yeah, like one, I could fill your whole date with this conversation. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, it's great. Mm -hmm. I'm not, don't get me complaining. I've fought 20 years for this to happen. Yeah. And day one is never perfect. And five years from now, I think we'll see a lot of, a lot of a lot of things running different and and everything will be sort of more normalized and a little less like stressed out you know what i mean mm -hmm. like the government was so stressed to like for the for the regular non-consuming public to be okay with this they had to restrict right so i think once everybody just calms the hell down yeah. we'll be all right you know what i mean but yeah. it's hard to stay in business with all the changes so a lot of it is like it's like stupid shit that like when i say it out loud to people i'm like is this like a thing you know, so for example, we weren't a huge change, and you'll see it here too in the place where we're at, is that we weren't allowed to uh, to show people vaporizers because they were the same as a, as a cigarette. So, and we weren't allowed to let them use it. And then we couldn't open, we couldn't keep our lounge open all through winter. It took me months of negotiating that with like Toronto Public Health and yeah. like figuring out, like they were really yeah. helpful, I gotta say. And, and helping me reopen the lounge and be able to be like a legit place, you know, right, which right. is awesome, but it took a lot of work. But the, the vaporizer thing was like insane. So they've made me open a whole new store just for vaporizers. Interesting. Just, that's it, it's a vape shop. So now I'm forced to sell tobacco, which I don't want to in order mm -hmm. to pay the rent. And when I had my meeting with Toronto Public Health, I said to the lady, I was like, we're already an age-gated place. So essentially you're making me pay an extra rent pay extra people yeah. take out this expensive license and carry tobacco products to do exactly what i'm doing today like wow. like it just wow. uh, right it doesn't make sense and she's like but it's for the children i'm like but we don't serve children yeah. you get carded once when you come in and you get carded a second time at the thing and nobody asks us to we just do it out of social public like responsibility yeah. she's like oh i didn't think about that and then i explained to her as well that now that we can't show vaporizers which are actually the safest way to consume cannabis safer mm -hmm. than an edible safer than anything else it's a smokeless 
exactly yeah, and also you're putting your own product in so you're, you're putting your own product in so you know that if you're going to the the legal store and you're putting your legal product supposed to be safe mm-hmm. and then you have like safe non smoke right anyways i said to her i was like we're selling now that this has come into play mm-hmm. we're actually selling i showed her stats of how many smoking things we've yeah. sold bongs pipes rolling papers whatever else not as opposed to vaporizers and then the same the same numbers from last year mm-hmm. so it's the same amount of people shopping but the amount of vaporizers that we sold decreased by about 80 percent and all those sales were converted into smoking products wow. so as much as public health right so it's like all these things that politicians imagine are like great for public health are actually not it's like so, counteractive uh, well ah uh, exactly yeah. because it sounds really good it sounds really good to protect someone from something that sounds evil because it's vapor right yeah sounds yeah. evil but in reality right it's, it's just a, a bad choice same with not being able to to have branding for for your cannabis sounds like it's like a great idea for everything to look the same but how do people choose right there's like and then for for kids and stuff i don't know it's all wacky it's all wacky so what's the one change i think that bothers me the most Mm -hmm. is just stupid regulations that i can't believe i have to like say out loud to people right why can't you sell weed oh because it's a lottery system what do you mean it's a lottery system? I'm right here. Why can't you sell me weed? Yeah. Right? Like, I have to explain how it works. Yeah. And they're like, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right? So. No, it, no. Her gets into it all the time. Like, yeah. I'm, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. legalization is prohibition. Yeah. yeah. That's as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, I, I, I'll disagree with it. Right? Just, again, because it, you have to imagine that Canadian population... 20% of Canadians consume cannabis on a regular basis. I'd say about 25 to 27 consume cannabis in general. Add another few that are like once, you know, at a birthday party, they'll have a toke. Mm-hmm. And then there's so the rest sure. are, and then 50% are okay with it. They're cool, right? Which right. is like 20 years ago when I started, that didn't exist. But for oh. po- politicians don't make, when they make laws, right, they have to think about everybody. They can't just think about about one segment of society. Mm-hmm. So when when they're creating policy, they're not just thinking about me and you here going, oh, yeah, this weed is great. I wish I could just buy it. I wish my friend could just have a license. Yeah. They have to think about the other 75% that are like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. You know what I mean, yeah. right? So, and that's yeah, who you have to like convince. Uh, exactly, and, and that's they, who you really, and too. that's who you have to convince, yeah. right? So once that I don't know about this person becomes, oh, all right, well, it's not so bad, right? Once you break those barriers, then everyone can just like chill the fuck out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but until those people chill out, you know. But that's how we got here. Right, that's how we got to this point where where it is legal across right? the whole country. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I always say when when my mom called me during Project Claudia, my mom's like a always you know she's like a conservative Israeli woman. You know, mm. she's like they vote Stephen Harper. Mm. They love Harper. My dad loves Trump. You know uh, what I mean? Like yeah. they're conservative, like Israeli people. Right? That's cool. That's them. Right? But she <coughs> called me during Project Claudia, and she said, remember she called and she said, I don't understand what's happening. They were such nice people. Why is this happening? Right? Mm-hmm. And she was like concerned for like the people of the dispensary across the road from her house in the beaches because she liked them. They were nice. She always, you know, and whatever, right? So when my when people like my mother understand cannabis and and care for it and make political decisions, she voted she voted liberal. Mm. Wow. 
Mm -hmm. For me, right? Because she wanted it to be legal, right? Yeah, she she changed her vote, right? So, so... Politics is serious. Politics is a serious thing. Mm -hmm. And and PR and the way the decisions are made, (laughs) right? Like, you got to think about all these things. The way that they make cannabis even look in the perception of the public eye. They make it look like the the worst thing in the world. Exactly. But I think in five years from now, that won't be the that same. That stigma will be gone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. So you know, we've turned my mother. Now we got to turn everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because there's, there's still a huge segment of society that's yeah. like, this is the devil's weed, and my kids are going to be corrupted and mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But it's okay if they go to a liquor store and buy beer. Right. Or smoke so, cigarettes. Or smoke cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. cigarettes are quite villainized. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and you know, over time, as we as potheads show that, you know this is okay, you know, yeah. nothing's happened, everybody's okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll kind of ease up. Well, and that's how we got here, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, one question I also had is with Can- Candora. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got a good deal going on with them. Let me pull up the... Um... Yeah, so they do this, like, it's like a monthly subscription box thing. Mm-hmm. And it, for the longest time, I was like, oh, we should do one. But I'm like, Ugh, such a pain in the butt. But then these girls are doing it, and they're really focusing on women. Right. That's their, you know, and, and women who are like, you know, moms live in the suburbs, kind of the soccer mom. Bags yeah. And stuff. yeah. Yeah. So we, we oh, hooked nice. up and I actually designed all that stuff with my uh, with one of my designers at work. Me and him designed everything. Mm-hmm. So the bags are uh, smelly proof purses. Mm-hmm. So they're carbon lined on the inside and they have like they're all hot box Louis Vuitton branded. Yeah. And the pockets actually oh, nice. yeah, the pockets will fit like a pre roll or like oh. a like a Pax vaporizers okay. that are made for that size in your cell phone and yeah, then there's yeah. a little bamboo tray that like fits in the other pocket and then the bigger bags are um they fit an ipad so i use a bigger bag when i go out to like meetings and stuff and i have like everything it's like a little briefcase right and then we nice. have like our like sm- like their childproof jars and there's like a bunch of stuff so really? i just was like well why don't because I, yeah. I, I looked up the um, thing and i started seeing like the smelly proof bags and i'm yeah. just like oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great, for sure. So that's our line. And then we have a bunch of, like, trays and things that aren't in there. But I, I just thought it was a really Grinders, great... Uh, ashtrays. Yeah, everything. Wow. Yeah, but I just thought it was a great a great way for us to... Because we really, like, serve, like, this is our audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people are regular potheads who, like, smoke weed all the time, hang out in Kensington Market. You know, that's our audience. That's mm-hmm. who we serve most of the most of the days so reaching that clientele that lives in maybe like oakville you know (laughs) right and like buy right but you know women women buy everything for the household your the the mom kind of is in charge of your everything from q-tips to food right we have the spending power so Mm -hmm. there you know we're 50 percent of the world (laughs) right so it's important to be able to reach out to them i I don't really like the whole like pink and frilly and like girly right but there are things that are useful to women on a different level like a smelly proof purse is super handy when you want to smell like chanel and you want to look good but you want to carry your weed with you and it's a little stinky you know what i mean yeah, it's, it's nice, yeah like a nice like thing that's like really like you know to keep your weed in that your kids will never get into like they'll mm. never figure it out you know what i mean yeah. and it will keep your weed nice and fresh and whatever else not little trays like there's certain things that are like accoutrements that fit women and it's not because they're pink or yeah. like butterflies you know? it's just because yeah. they're smart concepts it's yeah. because it's, it's shit that women need right yeah. but men need it too right i i got um a duffel bag that was a smelly proof duffel bag mm-hmm. and it was like massive right and jamaica i got pulled over one time with like 10 pound of ganja and like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of 
things. And anyways, and we almost got arrested, but I played the medical card and the guy was like on it, right? It's great to be disabled, by the way. <laughs> anyways, and <laughs> I, 100 US and I got to keep all my weed and they drove us to the next parish. 10 pounds? Like 10 pounds. So anyway, so the next time we come back down, I brought my smelly proof duffel bag that fit 10 pound of ganja, right? So I showed it to the farmer. Hold on, hold on, stop. The bag holds 10 pounds? Yeah, it's big. It's like like a duffel bag. It's like a smelly, but it's styly, right? It looks like like just my clothes. So you can put a layer of like t-shirts, right? Mm -hmm. So I showed it to the farmer man, right? And I, I, I said... And it's like, I put everything in, I, you know, I lock it off and I was like, you smell anything, fireman? He's like, Nasa. Right? Yeah. And, I was like, <laughs> and then I open it up and it's just like the whole car is dead. He's like, I need one of these, right? Wow. So it's like, fireman like would love one of those. That mm-hmm. would be great. He can like go to town with his 10 pounds in his bag. He doesn't smell like anything. You know what I mean? It's practical. It's practical. Yeah. Same as I, when I go to the club, I want to have my little weed, my little thing. And, and I can always vape in the club again disability oh anyways mm. but yeah <laughs> i always make for that club and ain't nobody saying shit they didn't no, they mm. look at me i just give an aura of i don't give a so fuck when you come to vaping what about distillates now and the like the pens filled with yeah that's gonna be legal that? yeah that's gonna be legal soon i think that's gonna be a game changer slightly um when when everything comes into play when i think October yeah. this year, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's oil. the phase two, right? So it's all your edibles so and your drinks, almost, and yeah. The, yeah. And I'm watching, you know, I'm watching because we did do a lot of sort of market research about like what's going to sell, what's not going to sell ahead of time. So I kind of know. And I, today there was a press release about one company that's putting out like a powder. It's like a drink powder, like you know when you do like, like, a a, like a th- yeah. And I like man. I somebody gave me some of those when we did our pop up, like to try everything out. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I think I still have those things sitting in a Ziploc somewhere in some storage. So, so what do you yeah. do with the powder? You put it in. You drink. put it in water. Anyways, best of luck to them. I don't think they'll be able to sell it. The game changers though are going to be vape pens and topicals. Yeah. yeah, like topicals, tinctures, vape pens. Right? There's a whole segment out there of people who one don't want to consume by smoke or by vapor mm-hmm. and and for like older people like topicals man they sell off like crazy like uh, like cream skin cream like THC ones or yeah, the CBD yeah. ones we're actually negotiating right now coming out with a hot box lube it's um, okay. like a medicated lube so that should, we had we had one out um, 2 years ago and then we took it off the shelf for October 17th but right, right. yeah but we did have a hot box lube and I am trademarked for lube cuz Lube makes the world go round. That's crazy. Yeah. You guys expanded. Lube brings people into the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know yeah, totally. But like, you guys have expanded like to hot box products and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. From like a store, like okay, nineteen years old. Yeah. I'm fucking around doing kind of just dumb shit on road, right? Yeah. Just doing whatever in my oh, life. Yeah. 19 the shit right? I've done. Yeah. What makes you want to fucking open a store? Because I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm a funny, weird, like, little Jewish woman. And like, okay, so I started out, <laughs> I started out, I was always entrepreneurial. Like, even as a child, I remember, mm-hmm. like, going with my friends and, like, doing, like, garden stuff for people. And, like, just, like... I just wanted to do shit, you know. Yeah, I always yeah. wanted to do stuff. And then when I was uh, when I was a teenager, I started selling jewelry down in Queen and Soho by the Black Bull, by mm-hmm. the bar there. Um, just a little illegal spot. But I I met like like that. 
it was like this it was a crazy place back then right it was like bikers and roadies and like and right that's like who hung out there it's not yeah. like today where it's like a bunch of hipsters that are like drinking 30 dollar pints right like back then like i met paul mccartney's people like stevie nicks like wow yeah wow. like i was meeting like tons of people because that's like where the bikers hung out i had made you know and all my friends were like either homeless or they were artists or like you know they're just like people from culture but they yeah. all smoked weed and then i learned how to make hemp jewelry and then i was selling hemp jewelry at like concerts then i got into raving because it was the 90s and mm -hmm. it was the 90s and yeah. then i had a <laughs> I, I can say this because it's not like a legitimate thing and i'm not running for like president or something mm. but so i figured out this like thing where do you remember in the 90s it was like a pill called yellow jackets and white crosses it was speed it was ephedrine so smart little 16 year old me mm -hmm. found this like lab where I could buy 5,000 pills for like a hundred bucks or something. I was paying Holy like shit. nothing. Yeah, man, I killed the rave scene. Like uh -huh. if you if you snorted a yellow jacket in 1994, most likely it came from my bra. Anyways, but yeah. 30 years almost yeah. anyways but uh yeah and then when i was and then when i was 19 like i kensington was sort of my my stomping ground i would mm -hmm. go down to queen west and i would hang out there and then i would walk over to kensington and like do my thing in kensington yeah. and my dream was always to have a shop in kensington market some people want to be lawyers some people want to be police officers i wanted to be a jewish shopkeep in kensington market that mm -hmm. was like my dream so i did it i was 19 i did it right not to be rude but before my mom excuse me yeah. my mom always used to say oh that that that's jew, jew town yeah a jew town that that's exactly. kind of a jew town i'm yeah. like oh oh so kensington market was like a like a heavily like a, a high jewish population in there well Je kensington market was the jewish market yeah so from interesting the, my mom used to kill it jew, jew town yeah, not jew town. Rude, but uh, no, not everyone in jamaica call it jew town jew yeah town. Everyone's yeah. like yeah i have a one cousin live in brampton but i'm gonna go jew town you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm not from Toronto originally, yeah. so I had no idea that that's yeah. what it was like. Well, yeah. Kensington was, yeah, the, the synagogue is the oldest synagogue in all of Canada. The, the okay. one on St. Andrew where the Rasta shop there is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all, like, Jewish, Jewish migrants would come, open up their shops there. There was a huge wave, obviously, after the Holocaust that came. Yeah. My landlords were Holocaust survivors. They've passed away now, but oh, wow. uh, they were a brother and sister who came, uh, who came and bought their family buildings together as brother and sister in 1940, uh, I think it was 46. Wow. So yeah, they came from the Warsaw Ghetto. They like lived through like concentration camps. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, so that's how I got my buildings because they were like, oh yeah, Jew to Jew, we love you, you know. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, the point is, so when I was 19, I didn't know what else to do, but I'd always sort of worked with like, with with cannabis, right? Like, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't even realize how illegal what I was doing was in in 2000. Like, I had no idea that selling a bong was like extremely illegal anyway but it was it was up until october 17th it was illegal for to me sell to a sell bong? a bong yeah Fuck, yeah, I didn't Chong, even know Chong, that. Cheech and Chong. Chong yeah. went to jail for selling bombs. Yeah, in the States. He, he wasn't even son, and his name Whoa, was on them. Yeah, his son totally was. took that yeah. for granted that like, bombs yeah, are illegal to sell. Yeah, people were getting raided, right? Like, at the time, like, it was like, mm. it was like dispensary crackdown, right? And, uh, like, even selling, like, just a book about cannabis would send, get you sent to jail. 
fucking oh, wow. crazy. Yeah. And that only ended really like there were court cases that were won over the years, mm -hmm. but officially ended October 17th when cannabis became legal yeah. because de facto wow. cannabis was legal. So yeah. everything to do with it was legal, but now it became a part of the Cannabis Act, right? So a bong is now under the Cannabis Act, so it falls under the same rules as yeah. cannabis. Wow. Right? So things that people don't realize about that's the way law works so we can't complain about law what was the first like the, the first uh generation of hot box like for you when you first started running the business um it was a massive nervous breakdown um <laughs> yeah, yeah well the first three years were good like where it was just like a head shop mm -hmm. right and i just sold, sold bongs and pipes and it was great and you know it was it was an interesting change to see people from like the first shop that i had people would they were afraid to come in because they thought that the cops had installed cameras above the door oh, and they were fuck. like recording them coming yeah. in buying papers and it's like i don't think so but maybe i don't know i don't think that the toronto police even then had a budget that would, that yeah. would catch you buying rolling papers you know what i mean but uh it was interesting and as we moved and grew right and then in 2003 when i opened the lounge that was just like uh it's just another like crazy abby thing like mm -hmm. i just like i just do shit yeah. right like i want to do it and i just think of how am i going to do this and then i just do it and it just happens right sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but the lounge was interesting because every essentially like I, I had no money i i started the lounge part with a thousand dollar ikea card for mm. furniture and a 500 dollar home depot card and I ran those dry and I had like a couple thousand bucks and that was the hot box. We like hand built the place, you know what I mean? From like Sick. nothing, yeah. right? But, and uh, it was like when we opened, well, there was a court decision that happened. It's essentially it was like a day or two after, uh, after like before we opened, not after. And uh, it made possession in Ontario sort of de facto legal, right? Mm. So sometimes the courts are a good thing, right? But yeah. what had happened is, do we have time for me to go on about this? No, go for it, go <laughs> okay, for it. all right, I'll give you the story quick, quick. So there was the medical decision 2001 that came down that, that uh, said that medical cannabis is a thing, essentially, mm -hmm. and, and people can use that on a medical, um, for medical purposes, but you'd essentially have to be like dying at the time to get it, right? You'd right. have to have like like cancer, cancer patients AIDS, and stuff. Yeah. right? It was like really for the terminally ill, it was really hard to get it. But then there was a smart alecky lawyer for a kid, I think he was from Windsor, that went to, uh, to court for possession. And he mm -hmm. said, how can you make one substance legal for one person and mm -hmm. illegal for another to possess, yeah. but, but the actual law has not changed, right? So that made possession de facto legal. It, and it still was essentially up until the Cannabis Act. That's why you didn't really ever get arrested for possession because it would just get thrown out in court, mm. right? Up to 14 grams, didn't they say? It, it was a court decision. So it's not okay. a legal thing, right? It's like uh, personal possession. You could, you could argue precedence of a court decision, right? right. It was pretty boring stuff for a hip hop show, but anyways, yeah, it's true. But really, it was like by the grace of God that 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 happened to me, right? Because we had opened a day after that, and mm. and essentially we came in legal, right? Like essentially, like me having a space where you could sit 
and, and smoke weed, weed yeah. was technically legal. Yeah. There was nothing they could do. And the cops didn't know what to do. And anyways, so we ran on that for like forever, right? And yeah. then at that point, like, it was just too late. Like, what are you going to do? Eight years later, yeah. raid the place? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's been open for eight years. I remember when years. I first heard about it. It's like, yo, there's a split cannon so you can go and smoke. Yeah. You know, you get some food, whatever, chill, drink, yeah. and have a good time, you know? Mm-hmm. My first reaction was, so what, the cops aren't coming there? <laughs> like, yo, that was my first reaction, yeah. man. I went there, I was like, you know what, the vibe is not too bad back here. I like the setup still. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was there a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I spent a couple of days in there smoking. <laughs> the yeah. mural, I have a nice snapshot of that girl mm-hmm. with the ganja pose. Yeah, that was Afro. a good one. I, I love miss, that picture. Me too. I have the original poster in my office still, so we can get it. She's in the she's in the knee yard, but she's smaller because the yeah. wall is smaller, but yeah. she's half there. And, yeah. and you see... It was Art Child the, did that piece. That's a good piece. Oh, as a hip-hop yeah. show... Um, you know, it's still all relevant because yeah. you got so many guys who are in the hip hop culture that are back there. I'm there every fucking day almost. Well, and it's a great place to meet people and connect with people. Like yeah. you know, I did um I did a pitch competition at the lift show and like I think that was sort of the big pivot point for me on a bus- on a business level because mm-hmm. I think corporate like the corporate people in cannabis still don't know what to make of me i'm kind of like this wild like cowgirl it's like i'd be so crazy you know what i mean anyways but i did i did this pitch competition i won and uh they asked me i remember i was on stage and they asked me they're like well what's your demographic and i said i'm looking at the crowd out here right now and there are probably like 500 people watching me or whatever i knew tons of them right and Mm -hmm. i looked and i said i would say that about I recognize about 30% of this crowd, mm. all different ages, right? That's my demographic, is people who love weed, right? Yeah. Uh, and then he was like, what do you mean? I don't understand. And I was like, who's been to the hot box? And everybody in the crowd was like, woo! <laughs> and it was like, young people, old people, like everybody yeah. knew the hot box and everybody had had an experience there, yeah. right? So like, we have demographics where it's like more males and whatever else not, but really the true demographic is that it's people who consume cannabis on a fairly regular basis and just are looking for other like-minded people to get high with and converse with right Mm -hmm. that's it that's what they do at the hot box that's what it's about right oh i meet hip-hop heads yeah and then i'll meet like somebody who's like stopping there after work yeah who's like wearing like a business suit and stuff like that and they just want to unwind and smoke a joint yeah there's everybody everybody comes and you you can connect with them on a very real level right Mm -hmm. like so whether it's like a rich dude or a poor dude or like a homeless guy or like a, you know, it doesn't matter. Like we don't discriminate, right? Yeah. I've always prided myself on, on having a really inclusive space as well. So, you know, we've always obviously been good to everybody. You know, there was never a discrimination. I, I try and keep a staff, you know, that's that's diverse as well. Just in terms of like, I don't hire people be, of how they look. I hire them for who they are. Mm-hmm. But I, I find that I gravitate towards a personality rather than a look. Yeah. So if you come in, it's like, it's almost like the Raptors. Like there's just somebody in there that you can like jive with. It's yeah. like, you know, it's good. Like I just, yeah. you try and keep it as diverse as possible because community is important to your business. And even with hip hop also, you've had a lot of shows in there. Tons, yeah. Right? What's one of the most memorable like hip hop shows that you've had in here in, in in there like I wouldn't say 
hip hop. I know I'm on a hip hop thing, mm -hmm. but my friend Raphadine, who's like one of the greatest drummers ever to live on, okay. on this earth, he opened for the Rolling Stones. He was Gregory oh, Isaacs' nice. like personal like drummer. Look him up, Raphadine. Anyways, and every 420 he would he would play our 420 set for like mm. as long as we were there. He was whatever band he was with, they were the 420 band. And wow. then when he passed away from cancer, um, my friend Zoe, who was trained under him. Mm -hmm took over for him so she wow. does every 420 and nice. she's as good as him right yeah. but it's like but my 420 shows i think are my favorite and it's not even like a particular person that, that was performing it's just the energy of the entire day mm -hmm. right and it's like the celebration of people that just are like coming together it's yeah. like yeah that's that's like definitely my most non-memorable memorable times or the 420 parties <laughs> well just the fact that like you used to be able to go there because i remember mm. there used to be a lot of different hip-hop shows back mm. to back in there and like i'm like shit you can sit there smoke weed and yeah i, I performed that one of these before yeah, i'm like yeah, holy for sure people are smoking weed yeah while performing yeah. like this is great it's i like, know exactly it's, it's a, it was almost a brain fuck you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah so okay because I, I, I know we, we could we could stay here all night. Totally, you know I mean? and I gotta be up. I'm going on some tweed farm tour tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, uh, nice. yeah. They, I'm, I, first, I don't know what it's for, but I was worried that I was gonna be on some influencer bus, and it mm. was all gonna be like girls like taking selfies of themselves. But yeah. I have a couple of people I know that got invited as well, so like, whew, okay, this should you know, be it's good. like some yeah, straight go look at some weed. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like-minded people, like-minded yeah. people, exactly. What, uh, what keeps you inspired? keeps me inspired hmm i guess i'm like a. I, I always say going to art school was the best business lesson that i could ever take mm. right it's like my business is my art and and seeing my customers happy and excited and creating change and and making things happen like that excites me right like i have an idea and i think about it and i'm like is this gonna work yeah. how do i make this work then I make it work, and then if it works, fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I never have. Um, at the end of the day, it's never about financial gain because I'd be rich if I used my my strengths for for that. But it's all just about. I just want to see my ideas come to life, mm -hmm. and I've taken some crazy roads to make it happen. I've partnered up with some people, but I was like, they're going to make my dream happen, right? Yeah. Uh, business advice: Don't do that. <laughs> But you know, but sometimes, right? Like that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. next for the Hotbox Holdings? Um, I think I really want to focus on the brand itself and really focus on getting legal cannabis products branded. I think I'm ready myself for like the next phase of my brain. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I think like my brick and mortar kind of takes care of itself. My you know, The hot box will be there, right? right? Whether we get a license or not, whatever, I'll make it work. You know what I yeah. mean? And, yeah. and that's going to be there. How do you feel about, oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the, like, not being able to sell food? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But I know it's, I, they're going to, to me, looking at the conversations that I've had and what I know that, right, I think what's going to end up happening is that we're going to end up with edible lounges, which scares the shit out of me as somebody who operates a lounge. Um, to be honest, I would rather watch you smoke a spliff. I know right now, if you're not going to feel well, I could feel that energy from you instantly. Whereas if you eat an edible, you don't know. I don't know what the could fuck. It like could be like minutes. in 20 minutes yeah. and I can't see you. 
right? But to a politician, again, it goes back to this to this thing of like what they foresee and what they imagine, right? So it takes us back to the beginning of our conversation about mm-hmm. these like regulations that are just essentially based on on optics and stigma, right? So this morning we woke up we drank something we ate something right we probably didn't smoke something if we're like a politician you know what i mean yeah. so you can't relate to it and when you see someone smoking you're like smoking's bad right so mm. right so if you think about it from that angle everyone can relate to food and drink yeah. and that's why it seems like a great idea and it seems harmless and unintimidating when in reality it's maybe not the greatest right a vape pen bar with ventilation would probably be a much better idea where i could sell you pucks for your vaporizer or 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 pre-filled cartridges that are a third of a gram or whatever else not right like small amount of smokeless things Mm -hmm. but we're not the optics aren't the same so what we're going to end up with are like edible lounges 10 milligram microdose edible lounges and i think you're going to see that in the next two years like smokeless lounges Mm. so it all depends on whether we can get them to regulate consumption spaces with licensing but they have to get through the hump of the of the rollout first before we get to anything further yeah right the legalization rolled out yeah yeah, like we'll figure it out it sucks that we can't sell food and drink it's dangerous that we can't sell food and drink but whenever somebody comes in it's their first time we always let them know there's no food and drink maybe run across street the place the you know cross street has water two for one yeah. maybe grab some there right so we always let them know it's just like to me it's unsafe but that's because i understand the business and politicians don't but yeah. i understand also the, the the problem that they have which is there's regulations in place for bylaws right the oh I'm like I know I'm like talking so much anyways <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, there's bylaws that already exist mm. right so they have to create new bylaws to match the old bylaws yeah. does that make sense oh, right it makes and, a lot of sense and it's not there yet so right now if they said okay you can serve food and have smoking all of a sudden every bar owner in town and every restaurant owner is going to be like, oh, I can do this. So they have to set sort of everything in place, uh, right? Sense. Like you, uh, politics and, and law is like, is like, and bylaws and it's, it's like a turtle, you know? It's like, you know how they tell you, like, if you see a turtle crossing the road, you just like pick it up mm-hmm. and just help it across, but don't turn it around because they'll get confused. Yeah. That's that's like that's how that's how laws move, right? And politics and right? That's but that's just the nature, right? Like whether you're on a very small scale of bureaucracy of 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 thirty people representing a small community Mm -hmm. or on a large scale like a federal or provincial government. But you're responsible for all your citizens. So you can't just make rats just decisions yeah. on the fly, right? So sometimes they're not good and they're fixable, but I understand where they're coming from. So I am understanding just because I deal with so many politicians mm-hmm. I and I, I, I'm so deep in the sort of realm of cannabis and, and social responsibility, you know what I mean? So yeah. I get it. And, I, and as much as everybody wants to like fault people, we did it. Right, like Trudeau did it. He it's, came it's in. He said he was going to legalize. He did it. Yeah. Right. He he stepped out of treaties. He he put the country in in danger of like 
situations with other countries, right? Like, it's not an easy thing to do. And he took a huge chance of losing the popular vote as well, right? So kudos to him. It may not have been rolled out the greatest. You know what I mean? There's mistakes along the way, but whatever, man. We fucking did it, you know? So... Gotta start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. Super facts. Super facts. You know? Like, just realism. I've been in in this game for 20 years. You know? I've seen it change. Um, right like so i'm grateful as a veteran to see to see it legal yeah yeah, yeah. with all the downfalls you know abby yeah. roach in the motherfucking sorry i was like rabbiing out on you guys tonight so <laughs> giving us the giving us the yeah, gospel the information we need if you yeah. really yeah. know this you know people walking around smoking blunts in the street not knowing what what it took mm. to get to the smoking yeah. blunts mm. in the street it's without true. being harassed yeah by totally the cops. Because people like you took risks mm-hmm. 20 years ago and mm-hmm. still taking risks to help people that mm-hmm. don't even realize it. So thank yeah. you for that also. Yeah, man, Big no facts. problem. Oh. Big facts. Mm-hmm. I want to hold you for a quick moment. Okay. okay. We have a, a, um, a segment called Smoke and Mirrors. Smoke weed every day. Oh, oh, yeah. The tea is exceptionally good today. I go in and pre that thought. But when she starts thinking like, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to our smoke and mirrors. Um, let me see here for microphones. Microphones. Um, a couple of things that are up in the news here. What do you got here? Here, Sav. Um, government plant shuts down. Yo, the cafes are like not the government plants, guys. He thought they were the plug, eh? I did. He thought they were the plug. They're I the did. rebellion. They, they are. They're the rebellion. So it says, boy, sixteen amongst. Am I looking yeah, at the right yeah, article? Yeah, 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 yeah. read it, read it, read it. So, boy 16 among um, the dozen arrested allegedly selling pot outside shuttered dispensary in Toronto. So, a 16-year-old boy was among more than a dozen people charged for allegedly selling pot Sunday in front of two illegal marijuana dispensaries that had already been shut down. The teens accused um, of first buying pot outside of 66 Fort York. Wow, they just blew up the address like that. Jesus Yo, Christ. they aired out everything. All the people um, in <laughs> They always air it out. And then going back in front of the line, or back in the line, um, in front of the store, and selling the people waiting in the queue. Jeez. That's the kind of hustle he was on? In total, 17 um, people were charged Sunday outside of uh, the two four cannabis um, and fine edible cafes locations after bylaw enforcement officers placed large concrete blocks in front of the entrances um, and the shops last week. 13 people have been arrested at the Fort York location. Um, for over 70 charges at least mm-hmm. total. Enough people get arrested. Enough, enough people. Wow. You know what cafe stands for? What does that stand for? Cannabis and fine edibles. Yeah. Sing. Yo. Okay, so wait a minute. There's two things. These guys are getting busted in front of the place, but the place is already getting busted. No, so what they're doing, they're not busting the place. They're just shutting it down. No, but the place is shut down and they're still outside. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because they said... It's like they set up a sidewalk sale. Mm. They set up a little kiosk. They set up a little kiosk and they're doing a sidewalk (laughs) sale out front of the store and then at one location the people started tagging the blocks mm. and started taking photos and you know like a, it's a it's 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 like what the what the, what the, the, the the feds don't understand what they're doing they're giving these guys infamy yeah infamy is priceless right so they're giving them infamy wow. by these guys standing strong like yeah we're gonna fight your laws 
and we're gonna open up cannabis shops and we're gonna sell cannabis and we'll take the charges because guess what they're probably making money hand over fist mm. they had how many locations running you understand what I'm saying and they're blatant like they're not blatant but they're like they're letting the feds know like hey we, we had this weed being but the way they're doing it wasn't like mm -hmm. it's, you know what it is is other businesses are jealous of their success yeah. and the residents That's, were the ones that were calling the police because there was just a bunch of people outside on their block trying to buy weed <laughs> yeah because they shut down the place but I hear what I heard they opened a new location yeah they, they're like ruthless don't they right have now. four locations no, but they, now they, have, they opened a new location yes. mm, 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 after they okay mm, wanna lock 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 up board up put concrete blocks well guess what we just rent a new building new spot and open up shop here how are all. you allowed to do this I don't understand hey they got good lawyers yo yo it's all about law gaming it's all about the legal system yo how you know good how are your finesse, lawyers though you know, yo they, listen to me the one time out there on the news, the last time they had the, the lawyer was out there, a cannabis lawyer was out there. A the guy with that, the dreads? No, Not that a, guy. a young female lawyer that specializes in cannabis mm. was out there, and she's a cannabis. That was what I said, cannabis attorney. That was her title, mm. right? So she obviously is an advocate for cannabis. Right. She's like, yo, let them sell their thing. But now here's the thing, though. Um. Yes. The ash hit you. Sorry, my bad. How are they allowed? Like, okay. I, they're not allowed. Like, it's illegal. But they're finding loopholes or red spots. Do they, are they no, telling... Because I'm watching on CP or City TV or City News TV or whatever, right? City News Toronto. Okay. Almost every day on fucking city, on YouTube, there's another clip about them reopening and then getting shut down. And I'm like... Yo, how, how is that even possible? I've that, never heard of this. Yeah, They're like yeah. the Canna Clinic. Yo, the thing that kills me. Canna Clinic is gone, though. Now it is because they got caught with other things. Well, what my thing is, like, mm. yo, they, they, their ability to restock is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Matt inventory. <laughs> no, but it's, no, but it's no. true. Have you ever been in there? No. You've never been there? I'm interested. I want to go, yo, but I, I don't like, want to be in there when it gets busted. No, so this will happen. Like, I went to the cafe before. Mm. I bought. I went there two times. Mm. First time I bought some weed. Second time I bought tea bags mm. to make medicated iced tea. I still have the tea bags. I didn't even touch. I forgot. I forgot I had the tea bags. So the other day I seen them, and I heard all this caffeine. I'm like, oh yeah, my tea bags, right? So. But anyways, so I went there the two times, and each time I bought, I got there, I bought, I got the little cafe bag, mm. you know? So that's my little piece of memorabilia from the Rebellion, is a little Ziploc bag that they give you. Their packaging the is sick. The black bag, it's fire. It is, yo, I got all three sizes. Oh, nice. That's right. I got lucky. I got all three sizes. So it's now it's a nostalgia thing. But yeah, until yo, I want now. I want. I need to get a sweater when they open it up. If they when they when I find out where their new location is, if they open I'm going, up, <laughs> no, when I find their new location because they opened up a new one. So when I find out where it is, mm. I'm going to get a sweater. Fuck that. They're rebellion, straight yeah. up. Listen, by the time this airs, maybe they might be shut down and then reopen again in the afternoon again. Listen to me, like, like I said, their ability to restock is phenomenal. They're just like. Burp. Bring back in the truck, <laughs> bro. Boom. Yo, they're beasts too. Cause when one, cause you see, the feds thought they were smart. Yeah, we're gonna shut down all three spots. Mm. But there's four locations. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But all they did, yo, when they shut down one, they're like, oh, you shut this one down? Okay. Shuttle. Six people mm. jump in the, ex- the, in the ex- excursion, excursion mm. and we drive you down to our next location. Go ahead, shop. Knock yourself out. That's crazy. This. I saw them. Yo, listen to me. I respect their disrespect to authority. Mm. Straight. They're not business. <laughs> Prohibition at its finest. Straight. Mm. I, I respect. Their, their, I respect it. I respect it. I respect their disrespect. They'll definitely know. go down in history. There will be something in the in the history books where there'll be like there'll no. be a reason why they did this in the end. You know it's gonna be happening. Mm. It's gonna be the city verse cafe in 2019. Yeah. When someone else is citing law, yeah, it'll criminal be a law, legal, a legal in, precedence in, in, in 2025. Mm-hmm. So back in 19 and uh, 2019. Cafe vs. Toronto. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah was the verdict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got to let these guys go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So Even if they don't get to reap the rewards of whatever fight they're that they're fighting. They're planting the seeds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What Abby did 20 years ago, they're mm-hmm. trying to do right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look up the cafe, yo. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is free plug right there. Send a bag of weed. That'd be cool. Um, Yo, with their, with their ability to restock, yeah, send a bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of each level, because, you know, they're set up by level. Yeah. What are they, what, do they have any of this new, not quad, super quad? Quinn. Quinn? The quintuplet, the quads. <laughs> they got that? I would have, like I said, they I only do. went they there got levels. two times. There's levels to the shit? They got wanna? levels, so they got, mm. like, uh, they got like you know, uh, lightweight uh, weed. I I call Novice. it the Reggie. You know, and then they've got intermittent. You know, mm. they've got like advanced, and they've got like expert. I guess you'd want to put it that way. Like the they've got levels. The the levels should be labeled like. Have you smoked weed in twenty years? Mm. No, this is your level. You smoke weed in Reginald. the last yeah. You smoke weed in the last thirty years. You, you should you smoke weed bi-weekly, monthly, you know, until the point where it's like daily, like hourly. That's the expert level. Like you're smoking weed hour on the hour. You're hitting bongs. Yeah. You're doing fucking dabs. You're doing it all, right? That's where it comes out to the levels. You start to get to the trips and the. If, it, if you haven't smoked weed since high school, I think you should suggest we you start at this level. Mm. But if you're an avid smoker. You know, or a once a month smoker. Who got the filter? The, the filter. filters. The, the, the filters filter. are in the next room. Oh, and Freddy, grab that one up, eh? I'm not smoking no, that. No, no, there's no grabbing that. There's no grabbing that. So what is that if it's not grab up? Mm. Backward guts? A little bit of backward guts. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? This guy is ruthless. This guy is mean to me, people. Um, there's another thing also that popped up in the news here. Oh, before I get to that, TK. 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 Is it TK? Yeah. It's just a T and then the Turn letter K. That's what I'm saying. T and TK. No, it's T A Y K. Oh. That's what the, how the nigga's name is spelled. Oh. TK, the race. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I seen you. That nigga who was running the race. Well, yeah, he wasn't running the race. Well, he, he, was, he got caught already. <laughs> what <laughs> happened now? The short race. He got sentenced. He well, got, what? Okay, from the top. Who's this? this TK. Okay. He had a check. Okay. TK. <laughs> TK. Okay. So this young man, okay. I, don't worry, I think he's from New Orleans, Florida. One of these places in the South. Right. Okay. This motherfucker was had a track 
called the run after the race. Had, the race after he had been convicted or accused of a murder charge. Mm -hmm. right? And while he was on the run, he took off his ankle bracelet mm -hmm. and started going on the run mm -hmm. and made a video about that shit called mm -hmm. the race. Mm -hmm. Right? They finally mm -hmm. got him. Oh. Right? Yeah. A few yeah. months ago. Right. Yeah, well, more than a few months ago. Like a year now he's been He's been gone for a while. At least a year. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. So just for a quick back backstory. Mm -hmm. When we interviewed DJ Ritz. Wow, that far back? Yeah. Wasn't here for that. Holy. You weren't there for that, Sav? I don't believe so. At the old location when we had the DJ round table. Yeah. I, did, I wasn't there yet. Okay, yeah. well, that's how far this, that, the race, because when he's like, hey, yeah. what's the hottest track of the song right now? Oh, the race. Yeah, you're right. That you're was right. the hottest track at the time. The race. What's the race? Oh, you don't hurt? The kid cut his ankle bracelet. He's on the run. He's mm -hmm. making a video. In the video, the kid is on the run, smoking a blunt by his wanted poster. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the reason why he's in the position he is now. And, but mind you, mm. he was like 16, 17 years old. He's a young kid. So I'm not saying what the charges he's accused of, he's, you know, innocent or he's right for whatever, like, right. you know, but he's still young. His mindset was young. So, yeah, his mindset, you know, fuck this nigga, I'm going to do the rape, I'm going to take off. Yes, you know, not two thinking, murder cases. Yeah, though. not thinking about the consequences. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah. So that's the thing. The first murder case now is up. What they convicted him of 55 years. Bombox got dead in jail. That's, that's finished. He's that's what, if they don't 20? get him on the second case where they're looking for capital murder. Oh, shame. They want to put him to death. Yes. Mm -mm. So he's now gone so through his first do? case. Put this guy as the youngest guy on death row? He better fucking plead guilty so he doesn't I don't have even, to no, die. You know what, they I never put what? that out in the news, so it's probably not even a thing. He's probably not even the youngest. Already would have said he. They well, already said that. For, first things first, he's not on death row yet. Not yes, that's true. Give thanks for that, even though whatever he's accused of killing two people. That's yeah, that's the up. thing. Like this, the families are like every that's time they hear the song. Up. Yeah, well, that's like another thing. Like yeah, they're like the the um, every time you buy his merch. My my son's blood is on your on his merch. Oh no 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 oh, no! They hit you like that. Hit yeah yeah. Like that, bars. Eh? Hella bars. They're hitting people like that, eh? Yeah yeah. Where's my sound effects? Oh, they're hitting people like that. That's mm. that's a that's a card. Yeah yeah yeah. That's a gambit right there. That's a gambit. First we charge them, mm. and then we throw them. Yeah yeah. She, that's gambit cards. They're showing in the courtrooms too. Like there was one shot of him. Like he's looking like stressed. Like he looked like he was gonna. Bro. Even in the questioning room, in the bro. interrogation room, he was crying. Bro, I'm telling you, big men are doing him wrong in there, bro. Mm. I'm telling you that right now. I'm guaranteeing. Stop the letters over there. I'm. I'm. I. I. I don't want to say it, but I'm pretty sure that they took that little man. They took his manhood, bro. Mm, 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 mm. Where's my more fire? American states. The states are like yo. He's a. He's a. He's a young little. He's a young little. He's a young small manhood, bro. I'm telling you, like yo. I wouldn't be surprised if something happened to him there. Oh my God. Because the states, the states, the states ain't no, ain't no joke. Yeah, man. Fifty-five years they gave him, and he's still waiting now to see what so his next case is going to be. Yeah. They might as well, but he, he still has an appeal. He's still going to apply for appeal, hopefully. Well, they said part of the reason why the case is so heavy, or the, the, song. the, the, the song was, 
Exactly. And They're like, ran. you had no song. respect for the law. And you ran. Or you had no the respect song. for them, for the your song. case. You're flaunting your Or no, no remorse. You showed yeah, no remorse. You're, you're flaunting whatever. That's why you, now you want leniency? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's one the thing when the courts when they're like, yo, you sure no remorse, boom. That's big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when they hit serial killers and all that type of shit, they usually show no remorse and stuff like that. And like the judge will be like, you don't even have any remorse for the families. I can see. It. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. they just slap them with a bunch of years. So this kid's two fifty five years. Yeah, I bet you he's on suicide watch. Yeah, they got to put it, even if he's not going to do it, they got to put him on it just in case. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get out the box and you put put you in the back, they're like, suicide watch that kid right away. Right away. You, he might not be like, he might be like, nah, 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 nah I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, I know, but. Nah, put him in Mandatory, there. because mm-hmm. like, that 55 years, and he's what, 18, maybe? Yeah, he's 18. They say he's has a platinum hit and has <laughs> never performed a show. Wow. Waste. That's horrible. Waste. That's horrible. Crazy. Crazy. That's a horrible stat to have. Yeah, man. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah, man. You know, that also shows you, like, Mm. that's fucked up. The family say, "Yo, your blood is that that platinum track." Basically, Mm. if they're saying the merchandise has the blood, so that track has the blood too. Yeah, basically, he got he went platinum on 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 their child, basically. Right, that's what their their view is. Wow, the court seen it the same way. Boom, you know what I'm saying? When you make when you when you make that argument, it's, it's very different when you look at it. Yeah, and one of the things also is like for the youngins out there who are like, "Yo, the shit got to be super real, got to be super real." There's mad examples of guys who are taking super L's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For like being the the realest, the trillest nigga, have the most sticks with <laughs> the dicks in their videos. And mans are taking football numbers. Bobby Schmurder, Takashi Snitch Nine. Yo, Schmurder go. He got. He no, got. That's a, different though. Yeah, Schmurder. It's different, different, but it's the Schmurder. Schmurder is the same shit. Schmurder didn't rat on no. He, he, didn't he, rat took, on, he took seven uh, to get the took, other ones he out. He took time for his homies to I'm get. I'm not out. saying I'm not. I'm not putting Takashi in that category of him because of the ratting thing. Take the ratting thing out of Takashi shit, right? Why? Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys where, like, that keeping it super real went wrong. He turned into a rat because of it, but he's he, his career's fucked. He was on this, now he's behind bars. Bobby Schmurder on this, behind Bobby's coming bars. Home soon. Right? Bobby will be home soon. But he just had to spend a bunch of years right yeah. after his first tune came out. Take a same thing. You yeah, got a fucking hit his first behind bars. Well, it wasn't his first tune, it's because they used his lyrics. Mm-hmm against him to convict yeah and you know as soon as he got hot it was a rap he was a hot nigga the man told you bobby Schmurder is a hot nigga yeah the track was fired though yeah i'm telling you right now when bobby Schmurder touches road the hat needs to hit the ground the hat from the video the one <laughs> that he just tossed up in the <laughs> air because where the hell that hat went nobody knows Okay, as soon as the man touches road and he's free, that hat either needs to drop or he needs to just put his hand up and catch it like whoosh and put oh, it back God. on. Bow, <laughs> Bobby Schmurda. But yeah, man, and these, do the dance. These niggas, these niggas need to fucking, they need to wash themselves, man. No, they do. They're, they they got to be more careful. Yeah, like, man. I I'm not gonna tell rappers, yo. 
don't rap about what you live because it's obviously it's 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 part of the whole game. You're rapping this. If you never lived it, why the fuck you rapping about it? You know Man, what I'm saying? I seen a, I, had, I seen a post the other day. The guy's like, yo. I got Glocks, da, 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 da. no caps, I got no straps for nobody, yo. I got nothing, I got none of that shit. I got all the girls and the bitches. And the, nah, man, I got a girlfriend. I'm straight lying in my raps. The man is like, yo, the man is like, yo, I'm not even fronting with you. I'm like, I'm straight making up shit in my raps. Like, I don't, I don't got straps. I don't got hella bitches. You know what I'm saying? I got a girlfriend. Yeah. I'm a hella square, man. It's basically saying, but when I rap, the man raps like he's got all this shit in the world. He's the flyest nigga on the planet. You know what I'm saying? But with these niggas, the ones who are like actually living with the rapping and stuff like that, a lot of these niggas are going out of control at the same time, and then just or they they net bang and shit like that, and, and it becomes like their 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 raps end up putting them in jail. Well, I say this and big up to Wallow. Mm. Two six seven on Instagram because I follow him and he's very inspirational. Mm. And the man says, "Yo, don't like six months of ball and get your twenty years in the penitentiary." Same. You understand what I'm saying? And like that's Takashi six nine in a nutshell. Six months of balling, because his run from when he came out to like when he fucking was locked up it was not even a full year. Well, it sucks. But at the end of the day, like the man said, don't make six months of balling, get you 20 months in the pen, 20 years in the penitentiary. Yeah, man, in, in full circle with this Take hey kid, after all this, you got so much notoriety. You never got a day to enjoy this shit, dog. All gone in lawyer bills, all fucking now you got you know the, you know your, the, your canteen and the whatever. The sad thing about it is, mm. two families are destroyed. Two lives are lost. Mm. Like, he can't reap the benefits from that song. <clears throat> the record company is probably going to reap all the money from that song. Yeah, because they're not going to the take it victims, down. The victims of the family mm. are probably won't see a cent from that song. You understand what I'm saying? No, they sue. Even if they sue. Mm, no. Civil suit. If Even they if they civil suit. Look at OJ. OJ didn't pay. He got found guilty in the civil suit. OJ didn't pay no yeah, money. Yeah, that's because he, he didn't have it. I ain't got it, nigga. <laughs> it's a royalty. They're gonna get the royalties from all of that. That's what's gonna happen. I would hope so. That's, I w- that's I would what if hope there's so. if, if I would they, hope if so. If smart, someone, that's what they did. someone has some sense, they gotta be proactive they, on it. They go for victim surplus or something they because have, that would be the only way. Yeah. Well, you know, hold your head and hopefully and they don't condolences put this, to the family. I rather I rather hear that they give the man life in jail rather than the death penalty. Mm. Even though two people, or three families, sorry, three people were killed, or two people were killed, three families were destroyed. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? The two victims and TK. You understand what I'm saying? Because he's only 17 when all this happened. Mm. Young, impressionable, living up to this fast, I gotta get it, live it lifestyle, like you said. Yeah. Blocks with the dicks on them, or the rulers, or whatever you you want to call them. Mm. But you understand what I'm saying? So... There's an image that hip hop portrays, and these young people they see it and they listen to it. I seen another video today. Eight year old kid, man's blasting a gun, rapping all this murder talk, brother. The man couldn't have been more than ten years old. Oh God, can't even hold up a strap. You know what I'm saying? It looked like like a sawed off air pistol or something. The man had. Mm-mm. Like you understand what I'm saying? Oh, like God. that's terrible. And God and it's on Instagram, right? The shit's on Instagram. 
And then I seen another side, I heard another thing where they're saying, yo, we click on the most disturbing shit. Mm. We give the disturbing shit the views and the sh- the publicity even though we don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. why we're conditioned. We're clicking on that shit mm-hmm. and giving it when we shouldn't be doing that. Facts. But that's what we're doing because that's how we're conditioned. Facts. Well, the yeah, video's man. blurred. Oh, tap to see the blurred video. Yeah. That that heightens your heightens you a bit. Oh, has it blurred? Yeah. Right? Well, fuck man. Just be aware out there, youngins. You know what I'm saying? Um the, the last thing doke. the last thing I got here on the news uh on the news front is Ontario woman launches petition targeting nine one one Amber Alert complainers. Okay? So I, I, I rate that. Yeah, because there's been an issue. Just even before I get to the the news article here, and who's it by uh, citynews.ca? Um, every time that there's been an Amber Alert, people call the 911 afterwards and say, yo, why the fuck are you guys having my phone go off at 3 o'clock in the morning? What's wrong with y'all? Instead of being like, yo, has anybody found the youth that's in the Amber Alert? You know, the problem is... Because the shoe's on the other foot. Mm. If you were wearing the shoe, you'd want everybody and their grandmother to be woken up to find your child. Doesn't matter what time. Exactly. Wear area code nothing. Yo, mm-hmm. even though they're flipping disturbing, like they, they interrupt your peace of mind, just knowing the uneasiness of the parents that are looking for their child is even 10 times worse than your little five minutes of angst. Facts. Because you woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning out of your sleep because of the Amber Alert. Well, guess what? Take your phone out of your bedroom, mm-hmm. put it in the living room, put it on vibrate, don't <coughs> deal with it till the morning, mm. and guess what? Your TV, everything. If you have a TV on, yeah, Amber Alert goes it's everywhere. Yeah, still on vibrate, yeah, you, you go through it. Okay, but it's so what? Put, it's an Amber Alert. Back in of last year, last year 2018, mm. on Valentine's Day, a ten-year-old girl lost her life mm-hmm. because her the fucking personal father yeah. couldn't live with the fact that the baby fucking mom goofy. didn't want to be with him. Yeah. So the man took his the, took took the little princess away from the world mm-hmm. on her birthday. Mm-hmm. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? What a flipping waste, man! And I'm glad he died. You understand what I'm saying? He deserved it. You understand what I'm saying? He's a waste, man. But anybody who's upset about Amber Alerts, they're waste, man's. Straight, and I believe this lady who the petition, she has the right idea. You yeah. should be fined because, like I said, if the shoe was on the other foot, mm. you'd want people woken up searching and looking for your child. So, so you have to look at it at that way. Don't take the inconvenience yeah. of yourself being woken up out of your sleep at so, 3 o'clock in the morning. So let's see what this um, this article says here. Um, the late uh, the late night Amber Alerts have prompted a number of people to call 911 um, to complain. Police and government officials are not happy about it. But one Toronto woman lo- has launched an online campaign to convince the government to impose fines on people who tie up 911 systems to complain about their alerts. Um, Daniil Monticelli... Started a, petition, started a petition on change.org last week and has gathered about 55,000 online signatures. Um, I'm the one that matters. I'm the one that takes matters into my own hands um, or at least will try and um, change something. 
Um, she said she said that uh, the negative. Yeah, big up to her. She had some negative feedback, but it's been generally positive um, so far. I've had two or three haters. Um, people seem to think um, s- people think to like uh, seem to like me. All right. Um, so let me see. And then that's that's all we got. So big up to her. Yeah. At the end of the day, she ain't wrong. Yeah. Fifty-five thousand people. We're uh, hey, fuck. I'll sign that. Hey, there's actually a link for the petition, so I'm gonna yeah. sign that shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah, cause that's that's big. Good. She 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 don't like yeah man like mm-hmm. that's some like whack ass sucker shit. Yeah man. Complaining about Amber Alerts. Like when I seen it, I was like, it's a big. That's a big deal. Like you can't complain about something that might help somebody. Like mm-hmm. I understand that it probably woke you up at three in the morning, but you can't. You shouldn't complain about something that might be helping somebody else. Yeah. And plus. Every Amber Alert since that little girl's passing has resulted in finding the people safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, why are you mad, people? Super facts. Why are you mad? The system works. You yeah. got you got to do it. Your inside issues mm-hmm. because the system is working. Sorry for your inconvenience. But no, the there's no sorry for the inconvenience. No, no, but I'm being sarcastic when I say that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because they're being idiots mm-hmm. when they're talking about, oh, I'm upset because the amp. But like I said, if the shoe was on the other foot. <laughs> They'd be like, yo, and make I wish it that louder. On nobody. I wish that on nobody. I yeah. wish nobody. I wish, no, I wish Amber Alerts never had to be, be used or even had to have been invented. You understand what I'm saying? But there's too many sickles in this world. Mm-hmm. Or people with mental illnesses, right? So, just be mindful, people. Yeah, man. It it works. The Stay system woke. works. The system works. Yeah. So I'm not mad at the fact that I get a text message on my phone or a message on my television that says there's a child that's missing. Be on the lookout for this vehicle, such and such color, such and such plate. This person or that person. Be yo, come on. All of these last Amber Alerts helped. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If the shit works, let it go, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But yeah, man, big up to her, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's all we got for today. What about ASAP? Oh, we talked about ASAP, yeah, right? We, talk, we talked about okay. ASAP. Free ASAP, you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, f- fuck, take a, I, I, It's hard for me to say free take a because, like, shit, man, if you're murdering people, man, it's... Yeah, no, it sucks. Yeah, man. What about the peanut butter, the the poison peanut butter? The poison peanut butter? You want to see what this is here? Well, they're just saying there's poison peanut butter in the parks. Animals Mm. being found dead. Let me just run run through this quick here. The little snippet of it, quick little rundown of what it is. Let me see here. Police warn of poison hidden in peanut butter in North York Park. Jeez. Toronto police are warning the public after they found a possible hazardous material in a North York park. Police said they found several dead raccoons and squirrels in the park in in Cassandra Boulevard area um, on July 20th. Jesus Christ. Why is that so? so? I used to live around there, fam. Oh, that's why you got so... uh... Oh, shit. (laughs) Because I'm like picturing the... Where? What park are they talking about? Damn. Cassandra Park. So they said they they... After investigating, they believed... The undetermined poison may have been left um, been left in the park. The delivery method of the harmful substance has been believed to have been peanut butter, police said in a news release, adding the substance has been a potential harm to children and small animals. Crazy. 
Uh, police encourage anyone who frequents the park and notices a child or animal exhibiting unusual symptoms to seek medical attention. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. First things first. Don't pick up nothing off of the floor and eat. Why are you it? eating peanut butter off the fucking floor, nigga? Gonna watch yeah, your youth. If it's a dog or an, or something like that, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's why the raccoons and the, the squirrels kids, are dying. Yo, people, watch your pitney. Girls. You go outside another park, and you're taking your youths outside for sun and play dates. Watch your pitney. Yo, all my niggas over there on that side of town there on the east end, and um, the young boys out there. Watch out out there, eh? <laughs> My advice is don't pick nothing off the floor and put it in your mouth. What's no, wrong with you? No, but they might be walking the dog in the park or whatever. Next thing you know, the dog starts licking on something and okay, kills right I, over. I understand Boom. that. Well, if that happens, I'm sorry for your dog. Call animal control, but don't pick up nothing off of the floor and eat it. Mm-hmm. Fuck around and catch a seizure. How old are you? Jesus If you're under five years old, I understand. Watch your pitney. But other than that, don't <laughs> pick up nothing off of the floor and eat it. <laughs> Yeah. Like what's wrong with people? I mean, put down the peanut butter. All right, let's 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 get the fluck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Dun, dun, dun. Um, right. hmm? I know you're high. You're fighting sleep. Really it's a hot I'm box today. So it's a hot box. When Sav, when Sav gets into a super high mode, she's awake, but her eyes just stay closed, and like she just co- I'm like, what? completely coherent. Like, <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? She's but really she, a ghost in the room today. Yeah, the, yeah. Bitch, the, weed, the weed just beat her down. Um, I'm going to get to a, ch- a track here that we were talking about earlier. Um, doing a, um, man like P.K. Herc said, it's going to be a certified classic or a certified hit. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? The Twy track? Yeah. So you're playing, I'm telling you, yo, listen to what mm-hmm. the man is saying. I don't, like, I don't, yeah. If I'm wrong, people tell me I'm wrong. Close your eyes. Big up the man like Twy.